Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, you have heard the best. You've heard the greatest. They're currently offline because it's an issue of iTunes, something about a hack. So here it is, ladies and gentlemen, for your ears only, WrestleCast Radio. EWI sucks. Ladies and gentlemen, talk. I got a new name for every opponent that gets in the ring with me. I call them pedal pushers. If you morons know anything about it, you know where I'm putting them. Tony the Spider means business in IPW, and I'm going to take everyone I can out. Kalisto, the last time you went at it alone, you became the United States champion. What can we expect from you on SmackDown Live? Well, hey, I'm here, like I said before, I'm here to shock the world. I'm ready. I'm ready to show my lucha art inside and outside the ring. But, first of all, I can't stop thinking about Baron Baron Corbin being on SmackDown. (laughs) I get to have my revenge. Is that a scare? Hey, like I said, I'm here to stay. Make... Make a make a uh, a good good lucha lucha thing. You need to tell me in front of the WWE universe that you respect me. Brady Boone and Scott Doring. How you doing, Don? That was a hell of a finish. Yeah. Coco Samoa. It's one of the fastest energetic men I've ever seen in the ring today. The belts are on the line. What can I say? He's got one fall under uh, going for him. We may see the belts change, hand here, change hands here tonight. I, I really feel that, me and my new partner here. What we've got going, we feel, is one of the, one of the best combinations of tag teams I've ever been involved with. I feel this, my partner here, he's one of the fastest men, one of the most agile, energetic individuals I've ever been teamed with. Getting comments from Test. I know Steve Blackman, there's something you have to say. You bet your ass there is. Shamrock. It's real simple. I'll step into your world, the lion's den, if you step into mine. And that is weapons all around the cage. And anyone bad enough to get one can use it. So, this way this thing's got to end one way or another. Eli, your topic is mustache. You have 10 seconds. Ready, go. What is a mustache? <laughs> it's a little bit of hair growing over the upper lip. I don't have one. Nobody else here has one. But you know what? A mustache is for a real man. See, of all these people here, I have the best mustache of them all. I thought Give me a couple more days. I'll have a nice thick mustache. But none of these boys right here Okay, will thank ever have you, Eli. Well, he said he didn't have a mustache. Michael McGillicuddy approached the podium. <laughs> Michael... My um, my beverage just exploded. <laughs> I'm really happy. Uh, I was on mute right there on my uh, on my mic end because boy howdy uh, hashtag well hung with that title. 
Hey, man, we're coming at you harder than the Battle of the Bulge tonight on WrestleCast. <laughs> Something in AWI sucks. Woo. Oh, man. Well, somebody might hit rock bottom if you know where I'm going with that thing. <laughs> I cannot wait. <laughs> oh, man, I should. we should call him on air. Oh, my gosh, yes. We'll get his hockey uh, hockey analysis for the uh, impending NHL play. Oh, wrong show. Sorry, check out Sportscast Radio Sunday nights, blogtalkradio.com forward slash strong style media. I think there's oh, still man. a Facebook page, but the host doesn't yeah. do Facebook. How does that work? You know, that's a, re- that's a really good, uh, good question. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know there were shows until I was, like, checking the, uh, the, the numbers, and I'm like, Sportscast? I remember that. Man. Memories. <laughs> I'm I'm really I'm really hung up on that one because I don't know how he oh, could have been able to do the two of those. But this is You're gonna be a fun little show. <laughs> looks like a it looks like a tongue. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Anybody, it does. <laughs> for, for anybody wondering what we're talking about, we will not I didn't tell know you. he had the big gold, by the way. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, it's it's like history class with the Battle of the Bulbs there. You know, good, <laughs> good thing. So, uh, just definitely uh, all even, well-proportioned, if you will. <laughs> That's one of the damnedest things I've ever seen in my entire life. I just need to say that one last time. <laughs> uh, I usually don't drink coffee, but that day I saw that, I was uh, apparently had coffee in my hand. Had it in my mouth, but then literally did the craziest spit takes. Thankfully, no one was in my store uh, to get, you know, burnt. But if I were to show them the picture, they probably would have uh, did a spit take themselves. It uh, it looks like if you tucked in a T-shirt on Tugboat and hung them <laughs> upside down. <laughs> it's like Jay Lethal and Landstorm, though, like combined and you get that picture. Do you think the ring style of both those um, kind of, you know, parallel with uh, with the, the wrestler in question? So, so I'm gonna I'm gonna answer your question with a story. Um, they were interviewing B. Brian Blair when he was wrestling in like from like something in the south, and he was working a program with Ravishing Rick Rude. I think it was maybe Georgia Championship Wrestling. And nice. Rick Rude wanted to have this angle where he was going to take a, I, you know, a, uh, I guess we can just say it, it's a late night, a, a, a dildo. And he mm-hmm. was going to shove it down his pants. And with, with, with the goal being, you know, everyone just thinks it's Rick Rude. Yeah. He's got a Robinson Johnson. Yeah. In the water. And what he would do is when he would fight B. Brian Blair to try to get his title back. Mm-hmm. I thought there was a title, he said. I don't know. B. Brian Blair's probably full of shit anyway, but it doesn't matter. He would <laughs> he would take the dildo out when the ref wasn't looking and he would hit him with it and then put it back in his tights to hide it. And they would just think he's well endowed. And <laughs> I'm wondering if this guy ever turns heel, is that what that Ooh. was a prelude? Is that the foreshadow? It, it might be. I mean, it, it's definitely, I would say, curving that direction, um, you know, for for that. <laughs> curving. 
that's not going to be the only thing at the EWI event that's going to be held in Mandan at Purgatory. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it's been Purgatory for a while, so at least oh. it's getting Mandan handled now. <laughs> oh, man. You're going to need a bigger boat. Um, <laughs> we, got a, we got a good show tonight. Oh my Alex gosh. is going to break um, down Warriors Wrestling, Warrior Wrestling 4, which he attended. Um, yes, Warrior um, Wrestling hopefully 5. We won't, hopefully we won't uh, go Sopranos like we did. Uh, sorry for all the listeners on there. It was a great show. It was going to be a short yeah. show, you know, as, as there, but um, it went really well. Apparently the mic got cut out as we were talking um, to a gentleman, which uh, I'm, I'm going to get into contact with and, and do uh, – he, he invented a really awesome – uh, board game. Um, unfortunately, I don't have the information now, but I will be in contact and we'll, we'll get him on the show. We're, we're going to talk. I think it's a great product, not only for wrestling fans, uh, but but for well, no, for wrestling fans, but also I think if you bring it to a party, since it's like Cards Against Humanity, I think I might have sent you the title, Ryan. But um, it's very Cards Against Humanity, but you can cut a promo, many many promos, and there's so many different variations that you can do. So. Um, it's, it's going to be awesome. So yeah, uh, I cannot wait to talk about that, but that's kind of what we missed. Um, also previewing the main events, but I'll go over all that. Uh, again, hopefully no Sopranos type ending. <laughs> is there a way we can, we can have this for Mania weekend? I'm, I, I might, yes, I will get in touch with them tomorrow. If I'm oh, not in oh. too infatuated with my TV. Yeah, that's Woo-hoo. true. You did get a nice TV. Um, <laughs> wow. So Alex is going to break that down I'm excited to hear about it because I haven't read anything I didn't watch anything uh, It wasn't the highspots.com network If you did want to order it or you like what he has yes. to say And you want to want to check it out um, We're talking nights Three through eight New Japan Cup We're going to do that, that three and four yeah. show Blog Talk decided to uh, To kind of stunt our growth on that one mm-hmm. um, So we Draw had to hang around <laughs> so we're we're gonna combine that with with the uh, the second round of the tournament here. Got to talk about how our brackets are doing, Alex. If you want to log into challenge.com, I'm gonna do the same and uh, pull up my bracket and see where I'm sitting on that as well, so we can check out our brackets, see what, how we're doing. But first, we've avoided Baron Corbin's it not on the bracket or the card, right? <laughs> Alex, let's talk fast lane. Because let's let's not. I no no. Let me, let me say this. <laughs> kidding, let me kidding. say this. No, don't don't worry. This is me trying to uh, rationalize and make good of this. And you know, by the end of this, the roles will flip, and I'm going to be the one doing what you just said and trying as hard as I can to move on from the segment. So I'm give I'm giving these guys uh these these, these Titan Towers fellas a little bit of common courtesy right now, and it'll go away. I promise. Mm-hmm. But. I want to say after watching, thinking, observing, you know, just going over the stuff, this actually was a decent wrestling show for a, a decent amount of it. Yeah. My I, problem, I, de- depending on, on decent, but yeah, no. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, but, but here's, here's the thing is my problem is once it was the matches were done, I just didn't care. Mm-hmm. Like, and and somebody somebody brought this up to me, and I think I think in a weird way they might be right. And I'm finally 
finally realizing it. Um, I don't know if anybody watched uh, episode 382 of Botchamania from our good friend Matthew. Um, Alex, have you checked out the new Botchamania yet? I have not yet, no. But do explain. Um, they do have, uh, you know, in the in the post-match or post-things where they have all, you know, like the little skits that yeah, they, they do. Just... Yeah, it's yep. a lot of... Uh, <laughs> um, the, what, our friend, the guy... friend of the show, Kokobushi, had one, the one that we watched, the infamous uh, Simpsons grandpa walking into the burlesque <laughs> show, um, a la Lacey Evans, uh, walking to the ring thinking there was a push, and then when she got to the back, they're like, nope, <laughs> sorry, no mania for you. Um, so this new one had a lot of the Batista, give me what I want, give it to me, it had a lot of that on there. <laughs> Um, that that I can't. I don't remember who sings the song, and it's, I'm gonna I'm gonna get harassed for it, and you'll probably know. But the the old R and not R and B, but like funk song, the Give It to Me, with yep. the guy with the Jerry Rick curl. James. What's his name? Yes, thank you, Rick James. Um, they nice. he, they have him singing, and then they cue in Batista. Give it to you what I want. Give it to me. <laughs> Give it to me. <laughs> oh my God, that's perfect. Um, but the one that really resonates for me is the South Park episode where everyone's shopping at Amazon or whatever, and, and they're mm-hmm. like, they're getting mad, and they're like, let's just burn it down. We can't take it anymore. <laughs> and Kyle's like, why don't we just stop shopping here? Stop watching it. Stop being here. And ah. let's just let it go away, and, and blah, blah, blah. And obviously, then they just burn it down. They go to All Elite Wrestling and shit, you start watching that, <laughs> and they burn that down, you know, like in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant! It, it, it kind of all started resonating to me, and it's it's one of those things where I think, at least for myself, and you know, and you know, maybe I'm on a ledge compared to everyone else because when it's all said and done, we always watch this stuff. But I'm starting to think maybe WWE just isn't for me anymore, and I just need to just walk away for a while because, like, people like. And I don't want to jump out of order because we'll talk about the show, but like the storylines that, like the way that the Charlotte Becky match happened, like oh my gosh, like the crowd eats it up; they love it, and they're loving this terrible convoluted angle. So maybe if I hate it, and you know you're not a fan as well, obviously it seems like, but everyone else seems to love it. I have bled Yankee Blue forever and for that match it was like a slap i guess it was a match a slap in the face <laughs> like it's the kofi Ken- kingston thing like you're almost telling the same stories you are with becky but with kofi and just mm-hmm. like a slightly different way but it all goes back to a mcmahon or you know just <laughs> the way that those, these stories end up and the crowd's eating it up. The crowd loves it. Like the Shield reunion, I didn't. I just didn't care. I fast forwarded that whole match to the final end just to see who won. I just it's been two weeks. I've yet to watch that match, and I, I heard it literally goes thirty minutes. Yeah, I said I rather watch minutes. a Taiichi match. I mean, not the Taiichi Naito match from like a month ago. God no, no. <laughs> like that would be my hell or purgatory if that was just on over and over and over. My God, I hope that doesn't happen. But anyways. Um, I, I just, yeah, I vested no interest because to me, it's just a slap in the face. He turns on him after he announces he's leaving for treatment. And then he comes back. Hey, that's awesome. And then, hey, come team with me one more time. 
We know you're leaving the business, you know, preluded to your future endeavorments, you know, even though he's walking on it, you know, out on his own. Uh, but it's just, no, why didn't we get Reigns and Ambrose? That's more effective. I don't yeah. know if they're going to do it in two weeks. I doubt it, but that would have been a more effective ending for Dean Ambrose. So then when and if he does come back or if he does resign, then you can do the shield reunion for the hundredth time. Again, the obvious stupidity of this angle, you have Seth Rollins going for the championship. He has bigger things, a beast, if you will, to slay at the Grand Showcase roller coaster ride of the pre-summer. Just say WrestleMania. WrestleMania, whatever the hell it is. At this point, like... 35. But I just... For me, it's just... It's so redundant, and I... No, and and what? Where was I a year and a half ago, Ryan? What was I preaching yeah. about the most on this company? Women wrestling. Wow, they're gonna get their own show, pay per view. They're gonna get more belts. All of that has happened ninety percent, and that's awesome. And then where was I last October? Wow, Becky Lynch is the hottest thing in all of wrestling. Hell, even the uh, the Bucks and Cody there. Becky Lynch, I would say, was still more of a national worldwide type of phenomena and then it's just like okay she got her face broken we're gonna hold that off oh my god perfect wrestlemania one-on-one and then they're doing twitter fingers they're doing you know becky lynch with a crutch not with a crutch her getting her ankle you know murdered and then oh i'm just gonna walk down and, and kick you because of these becky lynch is limping for nine weeks match anymore does anyone realize that she's been limping since the beginning of January? Since the Rumble, right? Before the Rumble. I think. What do you think caused the Rumble? I thought it was <laughs> So, but I mean, like, so, like, obviously, oh, like. Don't even get me started on that. <laughs> so, so that brings me back to my point, though, that I, where I was going with this is, I think I just need to stop watching. It It just... The crowd is behind these angles. The ratings have gone up. I'm not going to dog the wrestling. I, I've complained about the wrestling, and this year has been decent wrestling. I'd mm-hmm. say above decent. I've enjoyed yeah. a lot of the wrestling. The almost Mysterio stuff has been great. Yes. The, yes. the U.S. title stuff with – I mean, I love that our truth is getting a push. But don't do the same guy. shit for, the, for four weeks. Don't do, exactly. Don't do Andrade well, Mysterio for three weeks, but, and then don't do a final five way for the U.S. title three weeks in a row. <laughs> but 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 my you know my point being though is like, is it one of those things that it is working? The ratings are going up, and the fans are behind it. And I just and like, you know, and, and you know maybe for both of us, is it just one of those things where we just need to kind of walk away after Mania for a while, and just. <sighs> What happened? Like it's it's so hard. It's it's just like the South Park thing said. Every mm-hmm. time we, we every time we all all we do is complain about it for seventy two hours, but then we will sit down and watch it live, mm-hmm. and then after we're done, we'll go back to complaining about it, and then the next night we'll watch Raw on the DVR, or yep. some, you know what I mean? Like we always go back to it, and then we just complain about it. Like may, is maybe it's just time we just leave it alone for a little bit oh, you know man. and to be fair if, if we if we take a hit on our ratings then maybe i'll change my tune uh be honest i'm selfish <laughs> but like i'm just 
You New know, show was... for the Patreon subscribers. Uh, Alex and David Ritter talking all WWE every Wednesday night. Like I, I'm just saying, like maybe maybe I just need to step away for a little bit from the E. Because you know, I, I there's just so about... much more now that that is available to us. Yeah, you had your Google Drives, you had you know your different areas where now it's just like, hey, you know, we have an app for that. You know, all demand, mm-hmm. we got an app for that. So I mean, and it's that's just what, that's there's exactly so much where I more to credibility of wrestling out there. Which again, it was YouTube clips or you know someone you know Google Google Drive being the new uh, tape trading, you know essentially, or you know mm-hmm. or someone giving a Vimeo code. So I mean, it, it's it's pretty remarkable how it is. Like I've been so engaged with this new Japan Cup. Granted, it's been you know a couple matches here, a couple matches there, but again, as a storyline. Overall, and then of course, you know, from the uh, the the February shows, you know, it's just again more engaging. But is that just due to the less saturation? Yes, their New Japan Cups do four shows in a week sometimes, but then they go weeks without even doing any. And and like so, and that's that's kind of where I was thinking. Like I, I was, I told you, I, I was thinking about getting my All Japan back because I really want to watch the Champion Carnival again in April, mm-hmm. and. Going okay. Is it worth getting for the carnival? Should I wait? I'm real, you know. I've I've been a huge proprietor, and I've been you know trying to get everyone to watch Kento Miyahara. I think this guy is Mm -hmm. he. He's money. Yeah, he he is on track to becoming one of the things in any company in pro wrestling. I will stand by that. I'm looking at. He reminds me of what a young Naito. Like this incarnation of of Naito, <laughs> he like that's what what he reminds me of. Just with that swagger, he still plays to the fans. He could turn against him in a second, but his in ring work. And again, Naito, you know, ten years ago, you know, with that athleticism and that quickness, which again, Naito is still pretty damn quick. But just mm-hmm. imagine pre thirties Naito. That that's I, how I kind of see with Kento. I, I will say this right now, and this might piss people off, is Tetsuya Naito wishes he was Kento Miyahara right now. <laughs> and I'm sorry. like, And you know I'm a big Naito fan, but I tell you what, Kento Miyahara is, is blazing a trail right now with this run that he's having in All Japan the same way Okada did about two years ago yeah. when, when everybody Great. started going, there's something special right here. You know, maybe three, four years ago. I'll go farther back. Before this long big last long title run but everybody started going there's something about this kid and we're figuring it out and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking at a review you know on uh, for a podcast I was going to listen to and they're talking about you know hey we're going to we're going to cover this and that you know ROH blah 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 um, and then it says uh, we're going to cover all Japan's most recent Cork and Hall show with an incredible main event between Kento Miyahara and Naoya Nomura and immediately Ooh. I'm going I, I knew Nomura can hang, but Kento Miyahara brought him to something that people are calling incredible. Is this the, is it how good is this match now? So mm-hmm. I gotta find this match. Like I'm more I'm intrigued. I just I think after Mania, I'm gonna try to just take a month off of the E. You're gonna cleanse gonna, yourself. Well, what do you got? Extreme rules. I mean, it's always Kane versus someone. The pay per view <laughs> after Mania. I don't know what Mayor Jacobs has going on in Tennessee, but let's be real. <laughs> Kane's going to be involved somehow, or Saudi Arabia show, or something. Like, and and you know, and and there you go. Like, 
to be fair, maybe after the WWE pay-per-view or when we need to preview it, I, I turn it over to you and Dave. And I don't, I don't care. That's a good thing. I like listening to you guys. You guys got great chemistry. You know, I just, I don't, I, I don't know if I can, and maybe mania changes my tone and I'm totally 17 matches worth. That's going to change your tone. That's going to, like I texted you, we're going to be angry and blitzed. Like I wrote in the in the description, we opened by finally chatting Fastlane. The yay and e of the show, along with our thoughts going into the potential 16, ugh, match WrestleMania. <laughs> 16 <laughs> matches, dude. Oh. Six, how, they're saying this year is going to be longer than last year. Last year was like seven and a half hours. Like, people complain about Wrestle Kingdom. Suck my dick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? Who could go? That's the smoothest show, especially thirteen. I don't know how it was live, but honestly, watching it, it was a really smooth, quick show. It was like was, that was, was four and a half hours. hours. Yeah, yeah, I was like, "Where's even, more?" Like when I looked at my watch, I was like, "Oh my god, they're going to Omega Tanahashi already!" Mm-hmm. Oh my yeah. god, this is the ninth match. Well, I remember when we did the preview, and I kept saying, I was like, if this match doesn't get 30 minutes, you know, but like with every, you know, five main events that they had, I was just like, well, and yeah, they only averaged like 12 to 18, if that, you know, where I was just like, what? Like, those, that's the quality of wrestling that you want extended, but, but again, maybe not, you know. Quality over the quantity there, I suppose. And, and to be fair, I think there there is a time and a place to have those matches. I think Wrestle Kingdom is one where you can give long times and it's okay. And I think it's okay if you give short times. I, I you know I said I thought Ibushi Osprey was a little bit of a letdown, but I still thought it was a four star match. So take it for what it's mm-hmm. worth. A four star letdown, I'm fine with that, especially <laughs> seeing it live. But it's mm-hmm. one of those things. It's like ah, I just I knew what it could have been. I knew what I wanted it to be. But that's fine. You know, but this is the same company where, you know, spoiler alert here. I won't tell you how well, you guys can do the math, but Tomohiro Ishii Yoshihashi was awesome. I had what? I had the the GM at the Minnetonka store. He comes in the office while I was on lunch there, and he he walks in and he's like, "The hell is this?" And he watched like the whole thing. <laughs> Whoa! And like you know, he doesn't know Japanese wrestling. He knows Steve Austin and The Rock. And he mm-hmm. sees one of the guys do a lariat. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's Typical it. Like, American. And, and after the lariat, you know, the guy kicks out. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And he's like, come on. You know, in wrestling, after they did all those moves, you can't win on a clothesline. I said, dude, you have no idea what people win with in Japan. He's like, really? I said, yeah. He goes, well, that's pretty cool. I said, exactly. And he watched the whole damn match with me. Nice. And I said, that, that guy in the red is a big geek. And I have him on my bracket. But if he wins. I'm going to be more mad than if I ruined my bracket and the other guy wins. <laughs> I, you know, but, oh, so it just, it's, it just, I'm just wondering if that's kind of where I am. So, you know, come WrestleMania, you know, I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I, is that going to be the swan song? The last hurrah? I mean, I'm sure I'll get back into it just because I want to watch wrestling, you know, but, Wow! I, so I it kind of started with WrestleMania a few years ago in 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 uh, that very small room where we all kind of sat sporadically um, watch. Oh no, then we did the show in that room. We watched it in the main yeah. room. But but anywho, 
it started with Mania, and it's going to end with Mania. Yeah, uh, 31, I think that was, we did. Yeah, WrestleMania 31, four years ago. Yeah, it was four years ago. Um, Wow. I don't know, man. Like, I think about this, and I go, okay, including pay-per-view, I devote 24 hours a month into the WWE. Mm -hmm. I could could watch so much more stuff. Like, instead of watching Raw every week for three hours, I can watch an All Japan show. I should be watching Stardom. Mm -hmm. Stardom is so good right now. They just, Stardom just nabbed Cassandra Miyagi, changed her gimmick to to a demon, put her in (laughs) Oedo Tai with Kagetsu and Hazuki. Whoa. She's she's Andrew Miyagi now. Um, Oh, that's even cooler. Yeah, and like, why am I not devoting my time to this? Hana Kimura just, just put in a resignation to Wrestle 1, so she's going full-time stardom. Like, I should be watching more of this. I love Miyu Yamashita. Miyu Yamashita. I love uh, Yuka Sakazaki. I love Shoko Nakajima. I love Reiki Saiki. Like, I should be watching more Tokyo Joshi Pro. I should be devoting more time to the other companies in DDT, like Basara and stuff. Why am I not watching Big Japan so I can see Masashi Takeda and Daisuke Sakamoto? Sakamoto's one of the best alive. You know, why am I not watching Dragon Gate? I should be devoting a night to watching more than just Pac versus KZ. You know, Mm -hmm. and and, and then I go, but instead of watching these, it's like, whatever, 10 bucks a month, great. I'd rather pay it for good wrestling than, than, you know, I'm going to spend it on packs on the Xbox anyway, so who gives a shit? But instead, (laughs) I'm sitting there spending three hours watching Baron Corbin talk. Oh God, yuck! You know, and it's just my I don't my know. problem with it is I I should be devoting more time to NXT, NXT UK, and Progress. Let's be real, a subdivision of the uh, of the Connecticut. That is true. We're two, I, we're two shows behind on Progress. I know. I right with uh, with me not going to us tomorrow and and saving that for the weekend. Uh, I especially with the new TV. Um, I, I think I'm going to watch uh, a lot of wrestling. I'm super duper excited. Yeah, you were saying you're going to get those uh, night nine and ten down of the cup. DDT night for ten, the 10. watch some DDT, and then uh, hopefully get some progress. Yeah, that DDT show looks really good. I still haven't watched it, the one from uh, last week. What? Man, there's, there's like a there's like an Akito versus Tetsuya Endo match and a couple other things like that. oh, it looks good. Um, I and, and look to be fair. The last two days I've watched 19 or the last three days I've watched 19 episodes of Game of Thrones. Oof. So I'm, I'm doing my due diligence. Yeah, I'm, I want to do the rewatch. I'm probably going to watch another three tonight. Um, <laughs> get to bed about four, get up at nine. It works pretty well. Is your uh, your better half is she a fan of the show or no? She she cannot do neck slashing. I've tried. I've told her it's gonna it'd change her. It's life. like one neck slash every like twenty minutes. I mean that's a good <laughs> when, ratio. Uh, she was good through episode one, then episode two uh, when Bran Stark's laying in the bed and the assassin comes oh. to kill him from the Lannisters and the dog rips his neck out. That was when she walked away. So I got about an episode <laughs> and a half done. I was like, oh, oh I was like, you funny. didn't even see Cal Drogo pull this guy's tongue out of his neck like a Bavarian guy <laughs> <laughs> before Cal Drogo eats it from the infection. But Whoa. oh no, he gets suffocated because I forgot he gets brought back to life. Um, by the way, oh, rewatching that show, I are, have you are you caught up on that show or did you only watch the ones you had on DVD? I've only watched the one. No, I've never seen the first season full. I've seen like the first three episodes. 
Uh, I've seen the Red Wedding, and I think I've seen all of the last two seasons. Oh, so you saw the Battle of Bastards? Oh, yes. Oh, oh yes. shit, Taki Mushroom. Yeah, April 14th, <laughs> the new one drops. I got a couple people coming over, and we're going to get, like, like those, like, night-style mugs. What are, I don't even know what those are called. Like, the, the mugs uh, they drink out of. Yeah, we're going to get, like, ancient Roman steins and chicken legs and a bunch of wine. I'm just going to oh, sit nice. in the basement and just... Rah, 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 rah. Would you be getting that wine from... Um... <clears throat> Oh, wink.com, W-I-N-C.com. They got good subscriptions. Go on there. Promo code StrongStyle. Get yourself some wine. They got some really good stuff. I got two bottles of the last box they sent me still that uh debating if I'm going to save. Maybe that. Maybe that's what I say. Maybe I wink out. Maybe that's I, uh, a wig out. Or maybe I'll get my subscription as well on wink.com. Promo code, what was that one? Strong style. We'll have links on the website. The website is finally getting updated, so we will have promo codes on there that you can just click on and go right to it. It'll be awesome. And, uh, you know, maybe that'll get us through uh, April 7th. Yeah. What's going to get me through April 7th is April 14th is the following Sunday, and that's when... (laughs) But, like, I don't know. Usually, it's, it's been crazy. Obviously, the show's over, but Game of Thrones always usually in, in the last couple of seasons, always premiered on a Mania Sunday. So I remember oh. I would always go to either your house or Dave's house if I was in Chicago area, and we would always watch them. I'm like, what's Game of Thrones? Like oh, a jerk. Man, I... <laughs> but, you know, so just going back to this long ranting point, I just, I don't know. Like, I could be devoting two nights a week to not watching that and watching something better. Like I, I should be like the challenge. <laughs> I oh that that show's tight too. Uh, the new one was on <laughs> yesterday. Yes, we should get a joint uh, couple edition of the challenge because that's oh. our jam. No, I haven't. I haven't watched the new one yet. The last one I saw was uh, that uh, that West dude Stupid won the bear. one where they had to like go into the tents with the puzzles and the lights mm-hmm. would turn out. Oh yeah, they, that was cool. Yeah. Against Zach and the other chick. I can't believe you got me oh, talking about this. Are a I feel few like a nerd. <laughs> yeah, two episodes. That's right. Yeah, I didn't watch last yeah. week either. Good call. So I got to check that out too. Damn, I'm, I got so much to watch. Um, <laughs> and, and, and I can't. Threat? That uh, that one British guy who was there with He's that. The worst. Is that the one that's with that Devon or whatever his name is? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Devon's awesome, but Bear's just. I mean, he's a smarmy jerk, but. He gets stuff done. The last he one knows I how to play. He jumped on the the poker table while they were all playing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like this guy's a twat. Oh yeah. And, and shout out to the. Too. Uh, you gotta uh, love his Ace Ventura attire, though, right? <laughs> Every time he comes on screen, I look at Callie. I'm like, hey, it's I, my bloke Ace. I don't know how to respond. That's the funniest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, um, the 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 who, the short the short brunette chick from Big Brother. Uh, what's her name? Natalie. That's the girl that should win everything. Yeah. She's a real MVP. 
But that's beside the point. <laughs> no, but anyway, long story shorter, as I just keep ranting. And, hey, look, we, we didn't we didn't go down too many dark tunnels of, of banter at the start, so we kind of sprinkled it in. So to be fair for everyone. Hey, there but we I go. Just, I could I could be devoting, you know, eight nights a month, nine counting a pay per view, ten with so how, how long about it this? is. Starting obviously, we got to watch the Raw after Mania, the yep. SmackDown after Mania. And then yep. what? Do we do a month cleanse? I mean, because there's there's a um, what's your, oh, I just had it all up, but there is I believe another Saudi Arabia show um, right after Mania. Then um, it's to be announced yet, but it's supposed to be uh, like a May third, I want to say. Then backlash, and then uh, Money in the Bank. So should we come back a la around the Money in the Bank? Do you think? I think that's a good way to do it. Yeah. So it's always a fun we, show. So April 9th, we stop after SmackDown and then we yep. just take a break till money. We can obviously, you know, we could check results and see who qualifies and then jump back in money in the bank. And, you know, you can tell a lot by watching just the lead in videos and we can kind of see what, mm-hmm. what happened if it was worth it. Maybe that's the goal is we, we April 9th, we break till money in the bank. Here, this is about five mm-hmm. weeks. Oh man, I think just fair. think though. Just think in about what eight months we'll be seeing a Walter in Chicago. What? Takeover Chicago three war games. That's in Chicago? Oh yeah. Walter in a war games match. If that happens, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk it's, into it's the happening. building. They just announced it. I I'm from the future. <laughs> If that happens, I'm walking into what do they do at Rosemount or Allstate or something? Allstate, yep, same, same. Thing. I'm walking it's Rosemount to me. I'm walking in there with a body bag over my shoulder, <laughs> and I'm just gonna throw it over the guardrail when the match. I mean, you'll be, I mean, you'll be in Northern Chicago, so I mean, it will and it won't, you know, petrify people if that makes sense, <laughs> especially in that area. They'd be like, yeah, that, that, yeah, that's about right. <laughs> so I, I just, I don't, maybe, maybe, maybe mania just mania on the raw and SmackDown after just wow. And it's like, okay, yeah. you know, to be fair, but you know, I mean, like, look, like, look at this show. So, you know, now that we, now that we've, we've kind of talked that through, which I think was a good talk. Look at, you know, we start at the beginning. Um, I didn't watch the pre-show. Did you? There, there was a pre-show. Oh, because yeah. Xavier Woods didn't even know that New Day were going to be on the pre-show. So, in in his honor, I watched the pre-show. So, the Usos defeat Miz and Shane to win the tag titles. To be Oops. fair, it wasn't a bad match. I I thought it was okay. Um, I okay. didn't think it was great, but you know the 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 Shane Jimmy Uso or Jay Uso spot was oh, kind of clumsy, but it was cool. I mean, it was they, tr- the they tried something. Yeah, right in the Nards. Yeah. But um, you know, I I like the ending. I mean, it, it, I think we've seen it on WWE and or NXT um, finishes uh, probably what five times in the last since 2018. <laughs> 
um, the whole, hey, I'm going to hit a move, and then I'm going to get rolled up. Hell, we've seen it in three Usos matches in the last two months, it seems like. Oh, that's that's the 2019 Shark Cage match stipulation, for sure. <laughs> like, how many damn times? Um, my God. Uh, I mean, obviously, the big thing that, that came out of this match to me, you know, it, it was a little, you know, slow. Uh, it was all right. You know, the frog splash, you know, minus he, he did get rolled up, meaning the Miz, um, you know, I, I thought was fine. Um, but the thing, you know, the Shane McMahon turning on it, uh, the Miz at the end, again, we knew that going in. That's why we were a little yeah. perplexed. It's like, okay, they're going to do the turn, what, three weeks after winning the title? Just because the Miz's dad, who never ages, by the way, so good kudos to him, um, is just, you know, there. He's in Cleveland. So when they showed him on camera, I'm like, oh, yeah, they're doing it tonight. I get it. Oh, um, when, and with the, the, the continuous hype of the new season of Miz and Mrs., Miz, it's like, oh, yeah. oh he's definitely babyfacing out. But the only the question I had coming out of this match was not will this be a WrestleMania because the answer is yes. What, will they make this an I Quit match because Shane had him in a pretty wicked triangle choke, kind of there towards the end. If they make this a submission match, Ryan, will this finally be the way the Miz gets the figure four over uh, while no. he does it? Look, this this match is going to be as basic as possible. Shane will jump off the top through a table, and the Miz will the Miz will win, and they'll hope he can be the new babyface star. And then maybe the Miz then goes on and fights Daniel Bryan, like I joked about. How is that promo exchange going to work when the the tables have turned? Because it's always been about the Miz you know, thinking he's better. I've been at the big mm-hmm. time the longest. You know, that that's what made that feud so special for 10 years. And, again, how is it going to turn? Because, you know, I, he can't say, your ways are wrong. Live in the now. Well, you know, I, I don't have a good answer for that yet, but I I can say... I told you they're going to they're gonna reverse the role somehow. It's, it's going to be weird... And they're going to do it, though, and they did it. I mean, and, and I can see that's the only logical step next is he goes after Daniel Bryan. Oh, gosh. Um, you know, I, I, and I'll say this, too. I, I like that the Mrs. Frog Splash was kind of ugly mm-hmm. because I don't want a guy like that doing a Eddie Guerrero picture-perfect Frog Splash. So mm-hmm. for it being so goofy-looking, I was like, ah, I like that because it, it's – that looks real. That guy shouldn't be doing that. And he, that's why he lost too. Mm-hmm. Um, but then after it was over, I was just like, all right, cool. Well, that was fun. Like, <laughs> did they put Miz's dad on TV because he's just goofy looking? <sighs> if you look at the Miz and then you look at his dad. Oh, totally. I, 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 I laughed out loud. I was like, Oh yeah, this guy. And yeah, how he's, <laughs> Very Cleveland, um, and the Miz <laughs> is very Hollywood. Does the, does Vince McMahon think Which the is Miz not. is adopted when he sees him? <laughs> no, they look exactly the same. Just the Miz doesn't have a gnarly mustache and a hairdo. <laughs> he said gnarly mustache. 
you you can see the resemblance. I, I I would say, especially you know when they were hugging at the end. But um, how does his dad interfere in the WrestleMania match? Oh, does he no. hit Shane with a weapon, a punch? Does he turn on his own son? Like, well, what's gonna happen? Do you, it, uh, if he turns on his <laughs> own son, good God! And you know what? I don't put a bet. Do you think he's the kind of guy who like? starts like singing wrestling music in his head to try to psych himself up. Like when this is going to happen, like in his head, is he hearing that is, well, I mean like, so he's at ringside, Miz and Shane, WrestleMania. Does, does he start doing this to hype himself? up? (laughs) And then he's ready to go. Like he starts doing, I'm I'm ready to go now. I just got to hype up. (laughs) Oof. I feel like Frank that picture Moon, I showed you right now. Live in the studio, the guy who does evil's music. Her, 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 her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it goes again. Oh, just, oh man, the bulge. Battle the bulge round two. <laughs> Who's um, going to win this one? Speaking of who was does not Does it have its own do rag? Um, I, I don't know. I, I think it prefers to, uh, especially with today's kids, um, in the game. Yeah. I, I don't think they wear any hats anymore. Um, or any protective coverings. Um, speaking of who wasn't into it, the crowd was not into the SmackDown women's championship match. Mandy Rose, uh, challenging against Asuka, you know, rumor going into 2019 and she was very, um, you know, into Vince's uh, wheelhouse. He, he was, you know, expecting a giant push for her. And, you know, it's been okay. I, I think Mandy Rose, you know, has been good, you know, over the last, you know, course couple of months. Um, and to me, it just, this, this was just way too long. Like, to me, after three minutes, it was just way too long due to the fact that, okay, this was a match you're transitioning into mania, but how and then it daunted on me or or it came over me i was like <laughs> shit are they gonna do a triple threat at oh hell yeah and then hell i was like yeah. oh shit what did oscar do to deserve this coming up winning the rumble challenging charlotte somehow losing to charlotte thus starting <laughs> the landslide of her main roster career and now she's gonna be put into a match with the mandy rose and um and Sonia Deville. My now, thing I is like ahead. Hey, I'm a fan of her when she gets the kendo stick spot correct. But I am mm. a fan of her irregardless of that as well. My thing though is when you have a perfect competitor that's new to the brand who's just been lost in limbo, like all these call ups that aren't Ricochet and or uh, Alistair Black. Um, shout out to uh, Tommaso Ciampa, successful surgery, by the way. Um, we'll see you in 2021. Um, but with me is you have Nikki Cross. Like, they, they show a video on .com or Twitter or Facebook or whatever the hell it was. And I was like, there's your opponent. Hell, I forgot she was even on the end of a Tuesday. And they rocked the house down. One of my top ten matches, I believe, from 2017 or uh, one I was trying to fight to get on the list was their last women standing match from NXT back in June 2017. Please go check that shit out um, because they 
literally tore the house down, the stage down, the ring down, uh, electrical sockets down. They, they were awesome. And that's an opponent you need, that wild card, to go against your champion on the grandest stage. Not a triple threat where you know somehow Sony Deville is going to cost Mandy De- uh, Mandy Deville Mandy Rose that match yet again. <laughs> I just like, and that's one of those matches too. Where like, you know, Mandy Rose was was wasn't doing awful. Like for somebody, I'll say this: Mandy Rose comes in off of tough enough. She has nothing to do ever with wrestling. I don't care if she's a fan or not. She can say she was. I don't care if she says she wasn't. Regardless, she was a hot chick that just got into wrestling and one of the last ones they've decided to take. Mm-hmm. She's not great, but she's not awful. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean by women by women's wrestling standards in that company now, she's definitely lower on the ed, lower on the totem pole, totem pole. But I mean, you can't tell me she's any worse than Eve Torres was. And Eve Torres is no. a four-time champion. <laughs> <laughs> you oh. know, and, and that's such, I'm not trying to dog Eve Torres by any means, but she's she is way better than she should be. I, you know, so it's one of those things where she's not she's not in the, the upper echelon, but you know, Eva Marie probably wishes she would have got she would have caught on like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, but boy, oh boy, the fact that she sold no attack on that finish blew my mind. When mm-hmm. Sony Deville forgot to swing the kendo stick after they emphasized her taking it, and then Mandy yeah. Rose falls anyway. Oh boy, I, I love Oscar. Just kicked her in the face. Somebody got a still <laughs> shot, and she creamed her with that thing. <laughs> so I mean, kudos for her to just kick her and go stay down. You know that was tight. You, you know when she said stay down, she looked at Corey Graves and his knuckles, obviously. Um, so it's just it was. <sighs> It was a match, and you know, like you said, they're probably building the triple threat, and awesome. Once again, didn't care. Just like I didn't care about this next five-minute match. The only oh good thing gosh. about this, the, the only good thing I'll say about the bar beat against Kofi was that the WWE didn't have Kofi win. Isn't that something mm-hmm. that that company would do, where somehow the heels are too big of buffoons, they run into each other, and Kofi rolls one of them up. Um, yes, if, uh, if what you believed Big said in the last, uh, in his last Twitter, um, video, uh, then, then yes. Um, if it was, say, someone like John Cena, yeah, he would have won. If it was someone like, let's say, Randy Orton, yeah, he would have won. But a Kofi, a Big E, yeah, no, they're, they're not going to win. So it's just... I don't know. It's I, I like how they're you know kind of doing this, but kind of going from Tuesday's gauntlet match, and again you're you're continuing the storyline, but it's already set. It, we we don't need to do what they did to Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania why, 30. Why? It's the exact why did they have same to have that? Thing. Why? Why did Daniel Bryan have to come out? And, uh, let me. I want to find this tweet. And while you find that tweet, the only thing, you know, like you said, the bar, it was nice to see them win. My thing is, you know, the New Day comes out, you know, and then Nakamura and and Rusev, which, again, they were enemies now with Shinsuke. Cannot wait to see you back to the Dome uh, next year. Um, Is this, though, could this be a pretty cool faction 
um, you know, if they kind of redo the uh, League of Nations, kind of where, I mean, you already have Rusev and Sheamus who were already a part of that that faction, but adding Nakamura and Cesaro, could that be kind of something um, they can kind of be doing post-WrestleMania? I just... <laughs> Nakamura needs to leave. Get him out of there. It's just, they're not doing anything. Like, why? Explain to me how on the same show, Nakamura and Rusev feud for the U.S. title, R-Truth then beats Rusev for the title, and then faces Nakamura, and then they fight each other, and then they, at the end of it, they just become a tag team, and then now they are friends. Like, how does that work? Not the best friends. <laughs> it's 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 just like one of those things with... Just like your new friends you just made. <laughs> I'm more perplexed about that than anything. <laughs> like, oh, that's God. why I texted you. Like, um, I I don't uh, what? I, I don't know how to say anything about that. Uh? I can't, oh, damn, I can't find this this tweet at all. Um, that's why I was. Oh, here it is. It says this is uh. You know, obviously something I use is a lot of my resources because they're, I think they're great, but the voices of wrestling guys, I don't know which one of them because there's so many, there's a ton of them, but somebody tweeted, remember Dr. Evil's son? Why don't you just shoot him in the head? Reading the gauntlet results, if Vince <laughs> dislikes Kofi so much, just fire him. Rid yourself mm-hmm. of him. It's stilly. Stop setting convoluted traps. Just shoot him in the head already. WWE mm-hmm. stories are such shit. And it's the truth. Like, like, hey, it's know, stories that we liked as kids. It's it's the whole '90s thing, but it's what, like you said, what they did, what they did with Becky Lynch until they just cluster after it, you know, into whatever it is now. And that's where they're kind of going with the Kofi thing. They've ruined things that have been building organic. Again, Becky Lynch, Kofi at you know, uh, you know, at the chamber. Um, but also, you know, they they've kind of done that with. Um, Damn it. Anyways, but it's just, uh, oh, and, and the Finn Balor thing from the Rumble. Yeah. It's just they built so much momentum, meaning it's grown organically from the universe, which I thought we were in charge. But if we <laughs> were, we would be getting Balor as the demon taking on the beast in New York. We would have Becky Lynch and Rousey one-on-one as your true main event going 20 to 25 minutes to close out your biggest show of the year where people will talk. And then you have your Seth Rollins, Daniel Bryan, a title match again. That is on par, I would say, as the AJ Styles, Randy Orton thing, which is the only thing I'm kind of invested in going into a 20-match, 19-hour WrestleMania. Oh. Well, and you also do Kurt Angle and John Cena, not Kurt Angle yeah. and Baron Corbin. You do Angle. Hell, I was down with Shelton Benjamin and Kurt Angle. I was like, yeah, oh, that that's really, really and, cool. And look, to be fair, if they want if they want a marquee match, Cena's first match in the company was, was, was Kurt Angle. Have Kurt's last match in the company with Cena. Exactly. It's a good story. It's but printed. It's even, boom. Even to defend to a to a to a slight tee the Becky Lynch and, and the '90s stuff, obviously to the Kofi Kingston thing, Vince McMahon was against tr- against Steve Austin because he was raising all this all these problems and beating him up and mm-hmm. picking on him and terrorizing and breaking everything. Becky Lynch has been ruining the women's matches and. 
beating everybody up and you know, it, it was done right until they started adding extra people and adding four McMahons and blah, blah, blah. Kofi Kingston is just every week. It's just Vince McMahon doing things because he said he's not a good, he's not a main eventer and he's not worth it. And he's not a good wrestler. And he's not, he's not good enough to be in the main event. Like then Kofi just looks depressed like a kid. Like, yeah. It's it's not even like, you know what I mean? Like I, I know. But let's be I know real. Go- That's, Ninety percent of the probably the people that watch it how they feel every day at their job or sometimes <laughs> at a home, you know. So they're like, kind of getting that. But but Vince says I'm the boss and I I make the rules and it's my way or the highway. Well, the other people were just making your life a living hell and you wanted to watch them suffer. You just mm-hmm. constantly talk about how how Kofi Kingston isn't worth anything. So, so apparently like, against affirmative action. <laughs> So like you know, to not to try to defend the company, but it's like they're doing it, but they're it, it, they're they're doing it, but they're doing it in an awful way. Mm-hmm. And like, I, so it's like obviously they would never do that, but you know, to the point of the tweet I read, it's 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 not even about him. Oh my god, he keeps he keeps wrecking my main events, or he just you know he ruined my car. Or I can't. He keeps winning all these matches, and I can't beat him. <laughs> no, you had him lose. And he's lost three yeah. times in a row. He's lost two pay-per-views in a row. Mm-hmm. And he lost on SmackDown. So not only are they just having him, they're just degrading him, but he's not even winning. Yeah, what's what's even going to be, how does he earn that title <laughs> shot? Just Dude, because have, us, have, the universe, we're cheering for him? We have, I think, two or three more episodes before the mania happens, man. we got to watch this for a couple more weeks oh still. Oh, God. So going back to the car gimmick, are we going to see Kofi dump some paint on the uh, new WWE NASCAR? <laughs> and then Orton comes out, RKO, and then ruins this run? No, he's too busy with Styles. Talking about Dixie Carter, trying to get those those indie oohs and ahs. We know what you're doing, Orton. We've been seeing you at AEW. I get it. Um, can you explain to me, too, why... Uh, why uh, they don't book, they, they, they book four hours and then they don't book enough matches in time. So they have to have Elias come on every, after every match and do a song about every match. Oh my God. So like, what happened right, to that guy? Is he, is he still a heel or, or is he I, a good guy? I, I don't know. It changes by the song. What happened to Alexa um, Bliss? Is she still hurt or do they just, yeah, she's the, her, uh, even though she was the, the hottest property in two years. She's the host of WrestleMania this year. And uh, our truth and Carmella are the musical act this year. Oh my gosh! Hey, at so, least it's not Flowrider. Brought to you by <laughs> Snickers. Uh, here's another one: the revival to feed Aleister Black, Ricochet, Bobby Roode, and Chad Gable. Perfectly awesome acceptable wrestling match. But yeah. here's my problem: you bring up Aleister Black and Ricochet, and you don't know what to do with them. It seems like so you just make them a tag team, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But is that not the epitome of, well, now that we got him, what do we do with him? I just put him together as a team. It's like Ring of Honor with lifeblood. <laughs> what do we do with him? We have Juice Robinson, a Bandito, a Mark Haskins. Like, you know, these, guys, these guys have nothing to do with each other. I'll just make him a team. Like, you know, David <laughs> Finley and Emma. Like, it just it doesn't make sense, but. Um, I might even be forgetting one, but like 
so whatever. So their team, the match is perfectly fine. You have the revival mm-hmm. finally win after just jobbing week in and week out. And then after they win, they just get beat up after the match. <laughs> like, what's the point of that? It just, it doesn't make sense. It's so, like, after it's over, it's, all right, cool, next. That was a fun wrestling match, but, oh, you know, you can't have anyone get over in this company. All the heels finally mm-hmm. won, so let's beat them up. Like, what's oh the God. point of that? Um, there, there really wasn't. Everybody just needed to get their in, um, kind of in this match here. I mean, it was, it was fast paced. It was quick, fun. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, I, I said it was an awesome match and, and that would be just because for the, the show that it was on. I mean, it, they, they did some pretty damn, uh, cool, you know, aerial stuff off of the, the top ropes. No, um, no, I, I, I thoroughly did enjoy this. It was, like you said, the revival had to win because you're not going to be, you know, complaining whether it's, you know, a, a shoot or not, you know, talking about, well, what else is out there? Um, and yeah, it's why give someone else the belt. You have to have the revival lose it out at WrestleMania, which is stupid. And and that's that's just that's my problem. That's my ultimate problem is it's like you have this convoluted fifty fifty booking bullshit and it just it's frustrating and it just I don't know. And and like you mentioned with the Rey Mysterio Samoa Joe thing, you know, Mysterio or Samoa Joe finally gets a, wins the title. Uh, it was mm-hmm. him, Almas, Mysterio, and Truth. Fun match. I really enjoyed the mm-hmm. match. But the guy that you have going against Samoa Joe loses his first time to him. And it happens like three shows in a row. So mm-hmm. why is he getting a match at WrestleMania? If he just I really hope him? not. I really no, hope he, that doesn't he, stay a singles he, match. No, no I, I I know we we saw Dominic, who's no longer being uh, battled uh, for on a ladder. Um, so he was uh, double. He was like Dominic the Giant. Wait, was he on um, you know, when they showed him backstage? He was. Spoiler alert. I didn't watch it. Uh, but yes, he was like, and my dad's getting, you know, a title match for his right knee so he can have surgery six times. Um, God, what were we watching? The, uh, the washing machine? The dryer? The washing machine music. Where you have the dryer music? Oh, to shut up to Matthew. I was on my left knee. <laughs> but I, yeah, I... To me, I, I don't like that as a singles match. I'd rather see Joe Andrade. Um, hell, I'd rather have seen uh, Joe Cena, you know, kind of like the, the original yeah. uh, matchup. Obviously, Cena, you know, has some prior commitment. Um, but no, I this does nothing. We're going to see Rey Mysterio come out with like three headdresses. He's going to miss his <laughs> trampoline cue. Uh, he's going to take forever. And then the young bucks won't have time to get their stuff in. Because Rey Mysterio oh. wasn't coming out at the Sears Center. Oh, sorry, that was last year. But anyways, Mysterio, you know, <laughs> I this one of he's got a great fan base, but that match eh, does nothing. Mm. Speaking of doing nothing, the Boss and Hug connection defeat Nia oh. Jackson and Tamina. Um, I tell you what, <laughs> tell me why they tried to do a back body drop into a Samoan drop. I, I said this weekend and week out, week out Tamina Snuka is the worst major league wrestler in all of wrestling. She is she the, can't be she's yep. terrible. She's the drizzling shits. She's awful. Um 
when when they grabbed Beth Phoenix and beat her up or whatever the hell <laughs> after the match, she almost knocks Tamina off the ropes because Tamina's not even paying attention when when mm-hmm. Nia Jax so Nia Jackson was injured as her partner. It just this did nothing. It I and and look, everyone knows I'm one of the I'm a huge Sasha Banks proprietor, but I just don't care. Did last no. week did I play that sound clip on the air for you? Uh, no, I, I don't believe so. Okay, so I, I need you to do something for me here. Do you have your computer open? Yes. Okay, I need you to look up November 19th, 2018 raw results. Okay, while Alex is, while Alex is pulling this up, I just want to... So why can't Tamina Snuka, who's a veteran for well over a decade, whose father... No, I'm, I'm looking it up. Whose father... You're looking too much into it. She has a headbutt, yet she can't properly execute a headbutt. I'm I'm not a wrestler, but I guarantee I could do a headbutt. How can you have Mina Snuka and Nia Jax, who should be able to catch a sack of potatoes, which probably weighs more than than Sasha? Oh my God, I forgot about that. They can't even catch her safely. That's the money, and yet you can't properly protect the money what the hell is your problem but that spot into the ring post um nia jacks wow that was pretty damn cool uh bailey i like this new energy i love the gem look to her but my god um i don't know what they're going to do with the stag division pretty good match on tuesday i would say that they had but uh besides that yeah tamita snooker she is my new cane until she finally becomes the governor oh, is, of wherever the hell. She is so bad. Like she she's approaching like like rebel from old TNA level. They're like <laughs> like I'm just trying to think of some of these. Like this is this is like Kyle the Beast. I mean this is this is bad how bad she is. She's really bad. Like, oh, so that so that match Banks tags, hits a slingshot, double knee. Tamina distracts her, so Jax pulls Bailey down and hits a Samoan drop for the win. Okay. All right, for the win. So they right? had a win like four months ago, yeah? Okay. All right, check this out. Oh. Oh, really, Michael Cole? Um, hold on. Tamina distracts her, so Jax pulls Bailey down and hits a Samoan drop for the win. Winners by pinfall. Sasha Banks to talk about herself. Hey, you can what say, are you talking about? You can say whatever you want about Sasha Banks and Bailey, but since they've been a tag team over the years, they've never lost. They're undefeated as a tag team. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. This is this is why I'm going to stop watching this company. Because the, the damn commentators don't even know what's going on. You're a billion-dollar company, and your head announcer, color comment, whatever the hell Michael Cole is, doesn't even know what know anything. He, how do you? Oh my God, it makes no. Sense. The yeah, guy beating by, him the lines doesn't know anything. But I told you by the end of this, I'm going to get pissed off. And I think it's happening. I think I'm starting to get, <laughs> starting to get mad. Who's feeding like, him the lines? Because yeah, they they should be uh, suspended. You, you, just, you the, the night after Survivor Series, 
you had you had them lose so Nia Jax could do her own five knuckle shuffle. Uh, to to put that on. Like, oh, I just, forgot about that. Uh, it's just this this company sucks. And we're, then you get and you get like you said Beth Phoenix, which hey, I'm all about the glamazon. She's awesome. Uh, see her, you know, kind of getting attacked, but lo and behold, Natty Natalia comes down, makes oh, the right. save, and I'm like. That's your WrestleMania match. Granted, Natty's been a Divas champ more times over than a woman's champion, but uh, this seems more like a SummerSlam type of match where she generally gets a title shot around that time. But sadly, that again, that match does nothing. So bring on the Space I, Pirates. <laughs> so the I want to go. I want to go on a good note. So we're gonna skip the next match for right now. Okay. Um, singles match: Becky Lynch defeats Charlotte Flair by DQ. Becky is now added leg, to, the, to the match. Um, she is put in a figure four, only for Ronda Rousey to come out and do the down forward and uh, punch like Virtual Fighter uh, to punch her while she's <laughs> on the ground, um, and gets her gets Charlotte disqualified. Adds her to the match. The match did nothing for me for the fact that it was it was Charlotte standing around yelling about nothing, Becky hobbling. I, it just it sucked. And then on top of it, if, if, if here we go again, Ronda Rousey said, "Well, my, that was my plan the whole time was to just make sure she got put in the match." And why did you wait eight and a half minutes to come down there and do it? Why didn't she just do it in the first five seconds? You know well, what I mean? She's like, got to get her beaten down. But, but I mean, if she wants her. She says, "I want her in the match so I can prove I'm better than her because I want her to be ready to compete." Well, then why did you let her get her ass kicked? That's true. Touche. Um, so maybe she wanted Charlotte... to hear Charlotte's loud uh, mocking and and groaning oh, and yelling. Oh, my God, that was that was face Charlotte shit right there, man. That wasn't that was the terrible. awesome heel Charlotte we love. Um, that was just annoying. I I was just like, why is this match still happening? Can um, you then explain to me why Ronda Rousey uh, is like laughing about doing it, and Charlotte stood there for probably five minutes and just looked like she was corpsing? She's like going the hold before the ref even called for the bell at the DQ, <laughs> and then looked. Yeah, like you said, she looked perplexed and like Becky, like let go, get off me. Like, it was so ridiculous. And then, yeah, like you said, Rousey doing a virtual fighter-type punch that she didn't even land. I rewound that oh shit 15,000 times, and I was like, is she doing the splits? You know, and, and kind of, you know, saying, I should have been Captain Marvel. You know, what the hell she was doing? But she totally did not hit someone she apparently, uh, oh, you know, Oh, my God. Is. Charlotte looked, looked like a dork leaving that match. <laughs> and and once again, why did they need to? And this is what I wanted. To, this is why I kept saying last week before you watched it, like you're going to watch this and you're going to go, what? This match sucked. This was terrible. Mm-hmm. The work wasn't good. Um, to anybody who goes, mm, I don't know about pushing Becky Lynch. Uh, you know, she's not, you know, I don't know how good she is in the ring sometimes. And a lot of people go, yeah, yeah, oh she, she's fine. She's fine. This is not a good outing. Like you gave the wrong people the right ammunition after this match. This match sucked. This was not mm-hmm. good. And oh, what scares me 
it, it, it scares the hell out of me right now because what was the biggest thing in wrestling two, two and a half years ago that we, we thought was the biggest thing. Um, the Hardys, that, that brother Nero, the broken universe. Remember how mm-hmm. that was the internet darling greatest thing ever? We were even mm-hmm. marked oh, yeah. for it. Yeah. And then remember when I looked at those impact numbers and went, holy shit, the worst year they had in the company was with that as the main event all over their TV? Yep. Some of the worst ratings that this company has ever seen has been with Becky Lynch on top. I'm really? not saying she's been, I mean, look, look at the record low numbers they've had this year. And that's been the focus. Yeah, but was she really on top? Or, I mean, let's be real. She's been, like, going to and fro Monday and Tuesday. And, or and just I'm like, not, well, what is, where is she? And I'm not – well, both shows have been bad, so that, that almost makes it worse. But, mm-hmm. like, I, I'm not and, – and I'm a huge proprietor, so I'm not saying there's anything with that. I'm just thinking it's just the product in general is bad. But it's one of those things, again, where a year from now, are we going to look back and see that it didn't draw attendance, it didn't draw ratings – and it was just, you know, the, the fun of the moment with a couple, you know, with some some internet marks and some people that just, you know, do that inside stuff with the wrestling, kind of like the, that that broken universe was because mm-hmm. it had one big moment. The 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 Nia Jax punch and the raw beatdown was the big. That was the biggest moment of the whole Becky Lynch run for me so far. I truly think that that was really. I I, I, I think the SummerSlam attack and then the uh, the TLC match for me. Was kind of what what kind of did that for me? It was like, oh yeah, but we knew she was legit in the ring. We knew her mic was eh, but you know it was just like everything, you know, especially you know one one a hung uh, wrestler that we know um, is just <laughs> due to the fact. Sorry, uh, you know, holding the belt, of course. Um, yeah, I got it. It's all belt. My my thing is. <laughs> You know, we we knew that she was damn good. We were just all frustrated, you know, that they were doing nothing with her, that she was teaming with, you know, and no offense to Naomi or Carmella or whoever the hell she was teaming up at that time with. But it's just like, come on, really? She's Mm. a winner. She stole the show with Charlotte Flair and Sasha Banks at WrestleMania 32. I was talking to, you know, Russell uh, Russell Cast contributor uh, Matthew Pickett because he was at that mania. And when I found that out, my first question wasn't about, you know, a taker match or the championship match. My question was, how hot was that crowd during the triple threat women's match? And we talked about it for like 10 minutes because I was more intrigued in that because I was like, God, Becky Lynch was such a underrated performer in that match. Not only just wrestling of what she did, but just her selling to her two opponents. Yeah. Those yeah. three in that, to me, that was the match of that five-hour show, one of the shortest in a while. But to me, you know, <laughs> and, and he said, he was just like, everybody at in Dallas had their own pocket of fans, but you could just hear the Becky Lynch fans slightly, you know, a, a little more, especially after a Charlotte or a Sasha, you know, at times. So I think mm-hmm. we were, again, all just frustrated where it's just like, dudes, it's been, you know, three years, four years, you know, since they got called up. Let her, you know, do her damn thing. And they finally gave her that that time. So I think we were all just a relief and just say, okay, let's see where they go. Stone Cold or not, she was making a mark. Out of me, out of you, out of whoever. And to me, you know, that's a good thing. You know, and yes, I say I'm not as invested 
into this match, but that's because, again, just this whole Ronda Rousey, you know, heel turn, which, hey, it's fine. It was expected. But don't try to shoot it up. You're not you're not Phil Brooks. Sorry. No, and 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 I'm with you. I'm with you 100. percent Not everything's I mean, a shoot anymore. With that's the shark cage of 2019. <laughs> like, dude, her wrestling. Like, I I I agree that I I like her wrestling. I think she's a great worker. I just I you know once again I said it was to feed the wrong people with the way that that match came out. But if I if I take this whole Becky Lynch push new angle, turn, the whole nine yards. The hardest I popped was when she stood there with the broken nose at Raw. And I went, oh, yeah. This is is the be-all, end-all. And now it's just, okay, she's hobbling to the ring. Um, She's doing, I, I, I don't know. I'm just wondering if, like, is is as much as as much as I like her in the ring, I'm just wondering, is this going to be one of those things that after after you know another month or two, it's just it's just going to go away, and we're going to be like, well, that was a cool little thing. Like, let, let me say this. <laughs> but, but this this is the thing I wanted to read you. Suit Williams, shout out to him for wrestling for mm-hmm. dummies. He is on the Progress Wrestling uh, edition, the one that got us into progress. Uh, you yeah. listen to Mr. Suit Williams, tremendous. We got to get him back on the show, by the way. But Suit Williams, especially before it. that unification match, before oh, maybe yeah, we, we get yeah, the preview of a strong style uh, tournament. Boom. Yeah, that's a good ass idea. Super sixteen, Suit Williams, we coming for you. Um, I got to be careful because <laughs> because he's Whoa. he's not he's not uh, he's not of Caucasian, so I got to I got to watch my tongue. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> so he wrote this. <laughs> Um, uh, Becky comes out with a crutch because you want your superstar baby face coming out hobbled. Becky gets beaten up for the majority of the match to no reaction from the crowd because that's how you want your baby face superstar matches to look. And Rhonda comes out to punch Becky, get her disqualified, and get her into the WrestleMania match because that's how you want your superstar baby face to earn their spot into the WrestleMania main event. These people have no bleeping idea what they're doing. They had a WrestleMania main event literally put in their hands and they tripped over their dick so many times that this damn thing is broken. Becky stumbles into Russell, into the WrestleMania main event. Charlotte looks like an idiot and Ronda has turned more than a NASCAR. This was the easiest GD thing to do and they blew it. They effing blew it and people are going to defend it and call it smart and that pisses me off the most and now Lacey Evans just walked out. I had to add that last part just because I find that funny. <laughs> Who would call this genius or smart or creative? Because it is not creative. They tried to do, no. oh, we're going to make it modern and we'll go with social media. You know, yeah, it, it was fine here and there. But when Rousey started doing her videos and saying, I don't need this, I don't need that, then give me Lynn Charlotte 24. You know, I, I'm fine with that. You know, just as long as it's better than Fast Lane, you know, and, and you know. To me, it's just, it's ridiculous. Like, how they just totally... Yeah. (laughs) I mean, granted, Austin had a broken neck, but geez. Yeah, and he didn't sell it every damn week either. Yeah. Uh, The the main point I got out of that whole article was, mm -hmm. he's right. The hottest act that you had came out 
and worked a match, and there was no reaction. They are, mm-hmm. they are going to lose this angle, and they are going to lose the chance to capitalize on their next superstar because they don't know what they're doing. They don't know how to book it. And I don't know if I'm the only one that caught this. Well, no, excuse me, Kyle. Kyle caught this, and that's how I got it because he texted me about it. But how mm-hmm. come they show Becky Lynch stand up, and she looks at the crowd, and I don't know if they should have filmed this or not, if this was an oh, accident. But she goes, she well, it. looks like I didn't have to do anything. I don't know what that yeah. was all about. You're losing her if that's a shoot. Mm-hmm. And they're just going to piss away all this momentum on, on a new star. And that's where I'm getting at is it's like, you're making the people stop caring. Tenant doesn't ri- isn't rising when she's been main eventing and ratings aren't going up like they were right around survivor series. And if and, is and it they're due going to the hobble, is it due to that? No pun intended that crutch, you know, that she has, you know, why with can't that she get over? Why can't they let her get over? Just mm-hmm. let her get over. What's so hard about it? I won the Royal Rumble, and now I'm going to come beat your ass and show you that mm-hmm. wrestlers are better than fighters. Oh, okay. Well, I'm, I'm the baddest woman on the planet, and I'm going to beat your ass. And what's mm-hmm. so hard about that? Remember Rock and Austin going into 17 or 19 or 15, whatever? I would say 17 because yeah. that was still, you know, top three main. The best lead-up ever. Yep. That was each week they were figuring out a way to get over one another, and they were having mm-hmm. stare downs. Now it's all, oh, she can barely get to the ring, and this this McMahon wants her to clear a doctor's test. Well, the other two don't care, so then this mm-hmm. one now will let her go. But then the other one de- deems that she's not worthy enough to be in the match because she's not a yes man, and so she's he's going to put somebody else in the match. And now the other two are mad about it, so they don't they're going to agree with that the other McMahon. So now Ronda's going to quit. And then they decide, okay, they're wrong. We want her in the match. So we're going to go against the one McMahon. And us two McMahons are going to put her in a match with Charlotte, who the one McMahon put in the match. And if she wins, she gets back into the match, no matter what the other McMahon says, because we're two Whoa, McMahons. We have way more power more, than Way more raw than me. <laughs> you know, so then, okay, well, now I want my Is belt Is that really the storyline? They're doing the WrestleMania 2000 bullshit? A McMahon <laughs> in every corner. Is that like, really what they're trying to do with this? Like you get you get Vince saying, "Well, we're gonna have Charlotte in the match," and then Stephanie and Triple H are like, "Well, no, she doesn't. We don't care about the doctor or whatever. She can go back in." But mm-hmm. now Charlotte's in, and Becky's not in because my dad pulled her out. Well, I don't want to be champion anymore. Well, we're gonna overrule my dad, and we're gonna put her back in the match. Okay, well now I don't want to vacate the title anymore. Okay, well, now you're champion again, so now this match will be she wins, she gets in there because then my dad gets to keep Charlotte in. But if we win, then she – like, this is the problem with this company. And by the end of it, I just walk away, and I just – I'm better off punching myself in the dick 40 times. <laughs> like, that's would, you have, uh, would you have the dude from the raid do it? Oh, God, no. Eco Uwais? <laughs> Eco Oasis? Hell no. There you go. That's even but cooler. But I, I – I would I would only let him do it if I had Demetrius's nut cup. Um, <laughs> that's a big protection right there, man. That's a huge protection. That's a good one. The protector starring Tony Ja, also in Triple Threat with Echo Oasis. Like, <laughs> would they have that's... a uh, triple X parody with uh, with the guy in the picture? <laughs> I don't think it's going to be an action. Well, it might be an action movie, but not. It could one. be an action film. It's just, I can't, uh, 
once again, this is why I'm just like, they wonder why they can't make a new star. They wonder why they can't make a new John Cena or Stone Cold or Rock mm-hmm. or Hulk Hogan or Bruno San Martino or whatever era you want to go in. Yeah. A, a Shawn Michaels, an Undertaker, because everything is so 50 50. Just what you know, you know, who's you know, who's the most decisively over guy, even though they don't they don't treat him that way. But the but the best guy on the roster, this is the first I'm ever going to say this. And I literally this came off the top of the dome, but I can't believe I'm going to say this. But the most defiantly pushed and over dude, whether they realize it or not, is Buddy frickin Murphy. <laughs> that dude yeah. that dude goes out there he has the match of the night and he beats everybody he decisively wins against everyone he's mm-hmm. not out there jobbing and tag matches the off weeks he's not out there getting punked out by four different people he goes in the ring and he's beating everyone's ass he's beating so much ass he's on vacation in his home country of Australia <laughs> while this tournament goes on I'm I am totally shocked that it's Tony Nese and not Cedric Alexander, but I'm not mad about it. You know, it's a new challenge. Someone new, like, like mm-hmm. it, so, like they get it right with that guy, and all they do is put him on the pre-shows. Why is it? It just I don't know why it's like oh, wrestling's so easy, man. Look, just whatever. imagine those extra couple tens of thousands of eyeballs at you know at a WrestleMania, and be like, oh, who's this guy? You know, instead of just filing in and be like, oh, yeah, we're going to miss whatever, a 205 Live match. Where, yeah, he has had, you know, pretty damn good matches since winning the uh, winning the championship over at the uh, the Down Under show, Super Showdown. Hey, uh, he had the best match on Elimination Chamber. And it was yeah, a pre show match. Him and Akira Tozawa was awesome. Royal Rumble. That four-way was tremendous. Tozawa. It's dumb, man. It just it sucks, and it just pisses me off. I, I don't know. I don't know. It, it is what it is. Baron Corbin. Yeah, Shield beat Baron Corbin, Bobby Lashley, and Drew McIntyre. Shout out to Bobby Lashley too. When there was uh there was a point. I don't know if you saw this on Raw, but um, <laughs> Baron Corbin's holding these ring steps with Braun Strowman or Kurt Angle, one of the two, and Drew McIntyre. Oh yeah, it's Kurt Angle. I think and Drew McIntyre's holding Angle. So Lashley walks over to Baron Corbin to hold the stairs. And Corbin's like, no, you got to go over there. Help throw him into it. And then he walks over to McIntyre. And McIntyre starts pointing at Corbin. So then Lashley turns around and walks back over to Corbin. And Corbin's like, no, you got to throw him into the steps. So now Lashley turns back around and walks back over to Drew McIntyre. Like, he went back and forth like four times and nobody knew what was going on. Jesus. <laughs> and I just, oh, I'm watching gosh. this and I, I just, I'm just, just, Closing my eyes and shaking my head, just like yeah, that's no, this is. I'm shaking my head, reading the finish of this match, and of course Cole saying "Vintage Shield" as they do one last triple power bomb because of course the <laughs> WWE, you know, had to use their bourbon and say "Last time ever," burr, burr, burr. and it was just like I don't Game care ever. if it's the end of an era. There wasn't the end of an era like the last seven Triple H matches that he's had. <laughs> Like, come on. Like, this is there so, so ridiculous. Seven times at least. Let's not forget, Dean Ambrose has not renewed his contract. Seth Rollins oh, is going to face. Yeah. And Seth Rollins huh. is going to be facing Brock Lesnar. And Roman Reigns needs to find himself as he's back. So this is the last time. Like, literally, every five minutes, Michael Cole said that. 
Oh, my gosh. And by the end of it, I'm like, oh, my God, you just want to say the lunatic fringe is the big dog and the architect again, too? <laughs> shout, out to, shout out to Seth Rollins, too, when they do the, the triple power bomb. He screams out, one more mother. And then they have to edit it. Time. <laughs> and, like, and it's it's blatant. He's staring at the hard cam. like <laughs> Iowa zone. Um, he must be learning whatever. from his uh, new rumored companion. Uh-oh. The man who's herself. Who's her com- who's his companion? The man. Well, that's tight. He's bone and <laughs> Ric Flair. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Now, let's let's end this on a positive note since it's an hour and a half in and we're still talking fast like god damn Aaron Corbin. Um Aaron Corbin. Daniel Bryan, Kevin Owens, Oof. Mustafa Ali. I went four and a half on this match. This rocked. This was awesome. Did you did you watch this three way? Oh gosh, yeah. Okay, I was. Oh, yeah. I, I, I assumed as much. This was awesome, and the crowd totally. Uh, Daniel Bryan, Rey Mysterio, um, Mustafa Ali. And mm-hmm. it did not phase him one bit. He won that crowd over. That crazy tornado DDT from the ring post to the floor on Daniel oh. Bryan. Um, and the finish with the with the reverse high cross body into the knee. Mm-hmm. Was, I mean, this match was awesome. Kevin Owens was Kevin Owens again. Mm-hmm. Mustafa Ali looked like he belonged. Oh, and it didn't hurt him one bit that he lost. Um, yeah, this... This is the best match that this company has had this whole year. This might be the best they, match on on non NXT programming, like actual WWE programming, ooh. in since Cena Styles at Rumble for me. This is probably the best match in the last two three years. I think I don't think and, there's been a better and, match in three years. Wow! Even the uh, the first uh, Andrade Rey Mysterio match from SmackDown like a month ago. I, it was look that match. That's was, a pretty damn was solid great. match. Yeah, I that mean. was great. I just the only thing that hurt me for that was the finish where yeah, Selena yeah. Vega gets up and and like they're taking so long and then almost cuts off Mysterio and it's like well if almost was going to cut him off and he did it before she got up there what was the point of having her get up there anyway? Like I just it's, <laughs> the finish was like ah that hurt me. The match was great. Booyaka booyaka. Yeah, this this three way I think was the best match I've seen since Styles. And Cena at the Rumble. I love every minute of it. See, I like the Rumble match better because it was the first one. It's it's just like I like Okada Omega. SummerSlam was the first one, wasn't it? No, that was the second one because that was the one Styles won. The first one is the one Cena won to get uh, seven or sixteen titles. Well, technically they had one at Money in the Bank that no one really cares about, but I don't know. Yeah. Hit us up on Facebook at uh, WrestleCast Radio or uh, on Twitter at WrestleCast underscore SSM to see or to tell us who was right. Was the Rumble <laughs> match first or the SummerSlam match? We can, Pretty sure it was SummerSlam. Um, but what I liked about this match, like I said, Ali looked a fantastic light-up mask and whatnot. Shout out DJ Z. Now they can share a distributor yeah. since he's newly resigned or newly signed to the NXT product. So shout out to DJ Z, uh, Warrior Wrestling, what, what. Uh, but no, what was awesome, um, <laughs> the, uh, the spiking of Kevin Owens from that reverse Rana 
um, that Ali did was nuts. And then him hitting that Spanish fly, which again, that's going to be the lariat of 2019. Uh, you heard it here first. Uh, from the top rope on Daniel Bryan, it was pretty damn cool. Uh, but I love the homage that they did. Uh, at least in my heart of hearts, I believe it was an homage. Uh, the finish of the match where, you know, kind of uh, Daniel Bryan hits the running knee um, as uh, Ali is jumping from the top rope. Yeah, it was a little awkward, but it was uh, reminded me of Jay White and Will Ospreay with that finish, which that was a little more of an awkward finish because you can kind of tell with that running knee because WWE had to get that right camera angle just to kind of show you once, maybe twice, and say, hey, that was cool. But, no, it was pretty damn cool. One thing, though, was this a no-DQ match, Ryan? Uh, Well, technically, triple threats can't have a DQ. Okay, okay, because I was just really confused while Mike Chioda was in plain sight of uh, Eric Rowan as he uh, just spun kick, uh, I, I believe he it was... Uh, spun kick him. Like, That's I, I, forget, I forget if it was Ali or, or Owens, but, but yeah, Chioda just clearly looking at that spot, and I was like, wait, what? But yes, it's good to know there is no DQs in a, a multi-man uh, match there, but yeah, this was fun. Kevin Owens, uh, welcome back. Uh, the double sentons in the beginning, I got up from the couch and said, yes. Um, is it him and Ali at, at WrestleMania? No, it'll be him and Kofi. It has to be Kofi. Um, no, oh, I'm wait, talking about Rowan? Owens. Oh, no. no. Kevin Owens the, and Mustafa Ali. They'll, they'll be in the Battle Royal, I'm sure. Or oh, Kevin Owens will wrestle Sami Zayn, like I was saying. Or Eric Rowan? Do you think he'll face <laughs> Eric Rowan? No, they'll be in the Battle Royal. No. Ooh. So we were both wrong. Um, the Royal Rumble match was third. Yep. SummerSlam was second. Money yeah. in the Bank was their first. Yeah, I knew Money in the Bank was the first, but again, no one cares about that one because that was when the club came out and interfered. Oh, yes. Yeah. So Styles defeated both matches went 24-10, 24-10, and 23-40. Wow. Like, I was identical. Um, yeah, so I... But, okay, so this was my best match in two and a half years for the company. Yeah. Since since that, that Rumble match. Um, God, it was good. It was... It, Better than Owens and Reigns? Was that... No, that was probably way further. Never mind. Owens and Reigns uh, was two matches before Styles Cena at Rumble. Oh, so that was the same. Okay. Yeah, okay. that was when I had that exorcism in the, you in the living room. Oh, yeah. Check yeah. it out on yeah. Facebook.com forward slash WrestleCast Radio. <laughs> uh, it's going to be you after seeing Triple Threat. Dude, Owens and Daniel Bryan were 100% engaged, and Mustafa mm-hmm. Ali was, I mean, obviously he's engaged. He's trying to, you know, grow. God, that match was good. Um, well, let me ask you this. I want to know your excitement level here. This is the rumored card for WrestleMania 35. Uh, the women's battle Royal, the Andre battle Royal, (laughs) Bailey and Sasha versus Beth Phoenix and Italia versus the Iconics, uh, Shane versus the Miz, Buddy versus Tony Neese. Okay. The 
the Usos defending the titles is all it says. Asuka defending the title. Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio. John Cena versus TBA. Kurt Angle, Baron Corbin. AJ Styles, Randy Orton. Triple H, Batista, No Holds Barred. Roman Reigns, Drew McIntyre. Daniel Bryan, Kofi Kingston. Brock Lesnar, Seth Rollins. And Ronda, Becky, Charlotte. Interesting. Should John Cena wrestle R-Truth? If R-Truth was still champion, then yes. I know so he, he looks up to him. No, I, that, that would do nothing for me. Nothing hey, like Cena and Angle would. So, if do, do you usually look up to somebody that's like a role model that's that you know came before you and set the tone? Yeah. Okay, well, because like Truth is like six years older than Cena. <laughs> well, I mean, but that's the fun of that character. Yeah. No, I, I know. I, I that's me being a smart ass. That's all I'm saying. No, I. But still, I. To me, that match would would do nothing. That's that's something you were to have it like over the edge. <laughs> over the edge. I remember that shit. Triple H, Batista, no holds barred. Um, does Flair come out and and they hit Batista in the nuts, and that's how he loses? Or oh, yeah, and he gives him one of those, like, vicious nut shots. Or does Nate turn on Dave. trips? No, I'm going to go over Dave. I got to be Big Dave. The Guardians of the Independent Scene. Uh, yeah, give me what I want. Give is it, it pretty pathetic that uh, – is Braun Strowman going to win the Battle Royale, uh, be the first two-time winner? Probably because they don't know what else to do with them. Cesaro, Big Show, Baron Corbin, who I think I picked that year, uh, when he was still in NXT, <laughs> which I don't know how I was just like, Baron Corbin, and look at where we're at now. Mojo Raleigh, Matt Hart. Oh, Braun Strowman did win it. I thought he did win it before. Um, no, yeah, he won the Saudi he? one. No, he won the Saudi oh. one. And he got that That's green title. Um, oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Forgot about that. Oh. <laughs> I yeah no, and then you got uh what the SNL dudes kind of coming through, uh Mr. Scarlett Johansson oh and Michael Shea, the God. incredibly talented Michael Shea. Um yeah, why why who's the, why? Who's the white dude out of the two of them? Because that guy sucks. Colin Jost. No, he's great. He's been a head writer Maybe. of SNL for a few years. He he's, might be great on there. Started at twenty three. Again, oh, he's he, with Scott Johansson for like the last year, so props, man. He's a, he should stick to not being on WWE television. He's no Agreed. Will Arnett. <laughs> no, Will Arnett isn't even Will Arnett anymore. And I Shout love to Will, Will Arnett. Or no, is was that or was he the bald guy that Bret Hart beat up? Bald guy. Uh, who, is the, who is the Mad TV guy? Oh, Will Sasso? Yeah, shout out to Will Sasso, who was on Nitro and Raw. Because remember, he did something with <laughs> Angle, and he did something with Bret Hart on, on Nitro. Oh, my gosh. I didn't know the the Nitro thing. I thought he was, it was like, uh, cause, yeah, because Hart was on Mad TV, I want to say. I thought that was like WWF days. No, wow. he like beat him up in the crowd or something. It was bad. <laughs> was he doing an Austin impression? 
He should have been. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that was fast lane after an hour and 45 minutes. We'll see you tomorrow when we talk. Uh, <laughs> nights 3 through 10 of the New Japan Cup. Will there be a return winner? Will there be a back-to-back winner? Uh, will two streaks continue? Find out. No. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. Let me, let me like, to, to everybody listening, we're, we're – that went way too long, and that's just – it is what it is. It was a good conversation, so I'm not mad about I it. I loved it. Great, great conversation. Do you want to legit try to do an hour abridged version of New Japan tomorrow or Sunday or something? No, I can't. We can't do Sunday. Saturday won't work because I'll be triple Saturday threat. won't work. Yep, that, yeah, because I'll be a triple threat Saturday. Yeah, but football's not on Sunday. Oh, no, Sports but Sportscast Radio. Radio. <laughs> That's right. Will they make it three weeks in a row? Find out. No. Um... <laughs> Check your feed. They don't tweet <laughs> and they don't Facebook it either. So, not a whim. <laughs> or put it on the website. Um, yes. I'm Shout down for, I mean, do you, do you do your shoot job tomorrow? I might do. Yeah, I'll be out of there. I'll be home by nine. What time do you go in? Uh, 10.30. 10.30. Should we shoot for a 8.30? No, I'm kidding. Oh, 10.30. Okay. Yeah, no, we, we wouldn't want to do that. Um, Check us out. No. Do you want to talk nights three and four, though? So then we just we- have the, the bottom half to kind of talk about there? Yeah. Yeah, I just didn't know if you wanted to make sure Warrior Wrestling got some love, unless we want to wait on that. Oh, that was oh, more my no. thought. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, Warrior Wrestling um, right down... In you know, kind of near my neck of the woods, you know, Chicago Heights, Illinois, uh, a great time. We were part of Fan Fest. A lot of love from uh, from Steve. I don't think I saw Marco there, uh, but but Steve, you know, kind of running around, making sure everything was intact as it always was. Uh, but you know, it, it was a great great time. Some really awesome matches. Um, went with uh, again Dave and uh, and and Mr. Pickett there. Um, you know, from uh, our, our WrestleCast affiliates, if you will, or um, well, this was a good show. We were hyped. It was great being a part of FanFest, seeing, you know, we were, what, 10 feet away from SCU. SCU. Uh, you know, we uh, we, we kind of did the head nod and did the hello, gentlemen, uh, you know, did, did the handshake. Um, I didn't want to be, you know, kind of like uh, what, what Bully Raid despises, but uh, no, it was it was a hell of a good time. Uh, Stone Cold E.T. Uh, making everybody laugh, playing his guitar. That was a lot of fun. Uh, Brian Pillman Jr., a hell of a nice guy. Uh, got to see uh, the show Sammy Guevara. We, uh, we, we chopped the shop for a few seconds there. So um, I had my Sammy shirt that you brought from Japan in the vehicle. Uh, but I was repping that that awesome, beautiful uh, purple wrestle cast. Uh, what do you call it? The champion shirt there. So, um, but yeah, <laughs> showtime. Thank you, thank you. Um, so yeah, no, it was it was pretty rad. You know, we, we met some cool cool fans, met some cool wrestlers. Um, you know, a few uh, you know people were not able to make the show. Um, Jungle Boy, of course. Uh, you know, condolences again to the Perry family there. Um, and, and Ethan Page, who I was looking forking forward to as well as yeah. uh, Dave was um, uh, you know, know unfortunately was not there 
but uh, no frets. They they put on a hell of a show. The crowd was hot. Um, I will say this though, uh, Ryan. Uh, you know how we went to Warrior Wrestling too. Um, you know and how I, you know how we were both. You know, kind of shocked but happy that it was a packed house. It was noisy the whole night, and again the crowd was hot at Warrior Wrestling for. Uh, but it just seemed like there was a little bit, you know, more to the fandom. But then it hit me, you know, again, the wrestlers on four and two, a little different. You know, the population, you know, is, is, is you know, mixed, if you will. Um, but L.A. Park, I would say, had one of the biggest pops and ovations. Oh, he's so uh, you know, kind of, And he almost didn't even show up. He, he was, you know, in, in customs for over a couple of hours. His flight was delayed by seven. So it was really damn cool to see L.A. Park come out live against Sam Adonis where, uh, you know, he probably just got to the venue and, and came out uh, whacking chairs around, you know, getting, getting Sam Adonis, which was a pretty damn good quick match. He got his ish in, got his chance. Um, and, and it was, it was a pretty damn good, uh, good show there. But, you know, I, I think he might've been the only, you know, kind of a Hispanic wrestler, you know, on the card where again, the two, to two, it was a majority of the card, but uh, they definitely have some good, good uh, talent that that I'm hoping will uh, get Marion Catholic packed a little more over was on Mother's Bandito Day on the show. He was not. I don't know why I thought Bandito was on the card. I believe he was, and then he signed. I believe. Uh, okay, they pulled. Wouldn't Did, that all happen? And that, you know, that was the one thing I was saying last year too. When we kind of were talking is. L.A. Park is becoming one of the hottest acts in wrestling. And, mm-hmm. you know, hearing, hearing this is just, I mean, it's, it, proves, it proves that he's, he's got a huge following and it's working. It's, oh, it's, yeah. I mean, he was supposed to be to the, ta- to the left of us at the table. So we were going to be in the middle of L.A. Park <laughs> and SCU because we're like, oh, we're going to be right here. Yeah, you would have had all awesome. the dudes. And then he just wasn't there. And we're like, well, what? Where, where's LA Park? And then when we uh, went into the venue for the show, that's when they kind of made the uh, made the announcement there. But now, did you um, tell did you tell Sammy Guevara that he is uh, our intro? Um, I believe I I told him that we have uh, played the the sounder uh, since since Japan there, and and I yeah. gave him a, a knuckle, if you will. Um, also gave him a few other bracelets uh, showcasing. The- uh, you know what else was showcased? I guess it was, but wrestling uh, in the uh, Austin Aries Eddie Edwards matchup, which was supposed to be a pure wrestling match. Um, Aries again looking good, even though when he's coming out uh, before his match to get OVE and uh, and and the Sammy Callahan's. Out of the ring, uh, you know, kind of doing something different. Mid-match, uh, not mid-match, but post-match promo, them them kind of coming out. Aries saying, get your ass in the back and not take it away from our time. Which, again, I didn't know if that was a shoot or a, uh, I'm not going to, you know, no-sell victory, uh, you know, a la the, the Impact pay-per-view there. But, um, uh, you know, it, it, it was Eddie Edwards, you know, kind of just doing a few kicks here and there. You know, Aries doing some some really good submission holds. Of course, you know, the, the no weapons was kind of the, the big aspect here. Uh, but of course, you know, shit's got to get crazy 
and and what they're going to do at Warrior Wrestling for there, Ryan, is they're going to settle the score. Um, I believe it will be in a steel cage, which is going now, to is be this, pretty damn cool to see that. Is this May 12th at Warrior Wrestling 5? That's correct. That's awesome. Is that, uh, you know, I'm just going to play it anyway. No offense to Joe Doring, but you weren't on the show, but you're still tight as hell because you're a former All Japan Pro Wrestling champion defeating Kento Miyahara. Well, we got to give yeah. some love to Sammy, Alex. Little Sammy Guevara. Hey, this is Joe Doring. I'm here at World Famous Corgan Hall. What's going on? It's Sammy Guevara, the best ever. And you, yes, you are listening to WrestleCast Radio, baby. WrestleCast. Sorry, Joe Dorg, I didn't mean to cut you off. I do appreciate you taking time <laughs> at Corkin Hall. Hell yeah. Hey, man, he, 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 he took care of us at Corkin. But uh, Sammy Guevara, man, good dude. He no drone. That was, no no drone. That's, that's, mm. didn't, I heard his drone got ruined after his last DDT tour. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm going to blame Andres the Giant Panda probably for that <laughs> one. Or maybe. A shout uh, out. Maybe uh, yep. your favorite wrestler, Agota Iahashi. Oh, tight. Or not Gota. Is, wait, is that the old dude that you're always like, who yep. is this old guy? I think that's Gota Iahashi. Dan Hansen. Yep. The guy who's got the big, like, tunic robe thing, and he looks like a Street oh, Fighter character. Guy. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's Dan Hansen. Uh, like, Shout out to, uh, he reminds me of a uh, a Seinfeld character for some reason every time I see him. Um, the big but any, dude. <laughs> also, shout out to uh, Sammy Guevara. Uh, coming out, I was actually uh, getting a, a Jimmy John sub sandwich because their concessions at Warrior Wrestling was awesome and the cost friendly. Um, but anywho, I was getting the sandwich and I was like, it's like, am I hearing furry walls from one of my favorite, most underrated comedies? Over the last decade, get him to the Greek. I was like, is that Russell Brand? I was like, because I really dig that song. And I was like, what's happening? And I go out and he's coming out and they have a really cool kind of, uh, you know, Titantron kind of on the on the uh, a scoreboard there. So some really cool video graphics, which we'll get into in a bit here. And it was just pandas just kind of like coming out of trees like here <laughs> and there. And I'm like, okay, this guy is awesome. And as we talked about on, on, on the previous show, too, when we were live there, is what I love about him is, I mean, A, he's a big, strong boy. I mean, and he's a tweener where he can be aerial. He could be, you know, you know, right here, right there. But then he can also do some strong moves. Like, he can hit you with a power slam. He can hit you with some, you know, whatever style, you know, he, he can kind of change it in a matter of seconds. And I think that's why he's a special t- not only for AEW, Warrior Wrestling, but just in wrestling in general. This is a guy where the E, you know, whenever his three-year contract with the AEW is up, where they're going to throw the Brinks truck at him. This is the guy. This is the future. And his match that he had with DJC, you know, was, was pretty damn great. As I said, that would be the match that would possibly steal the show. And it was pretty damn up there. Um, you know, in, in the in the basis of content, um, and it was like the Spider-Man meme where they would just say, "Huh, you?" Because let's be real, DJ Z is the Sammy Guevara from 2008 
from the future. He's the veteran that kind of paved the way of, of, of kind of that style. So really damn good match. I, I would recommend him for the high spots um, app. Now we'll get to Ryan's favorite wrestler um, and or in this part, uh, valet Frank the Clown uh, coming oh, down with the ego of Roberts Anthony taking on Brian Pillman Jr. Uh, Pillman... <laughs> Pillman, I got his aerial flip over the rope. Uh, I thought he was going to go into the crowd like it was a New Japan match. But again, this guy gets it. It is in his blood. Loving the mullet. Love how it kind of tied into the match. Uh, of course, nobody enjoyed Francis, um, you know, kind of out there. But hey, he's doing his job. You got to give him credit for that, for actually being booed. For sucking, um, he's not getting the Jay White treatment. That's for sure. Um, but no, Pillman, Pillman looked damn good again. Kind of a short match, a transitional match, if you will, for what was go- what's going to happen at Warrior Wrestling Five over on Mother's Day, May twelfth. Because, you know, kind of the post match, you know, Pillman's getting beat down, and all of a sudden, I was like, and they kind of teased it. I was like, what, are they going to cut his hair? I was like, they can't shave all of it. There's got to be a hair match. And lo and behold, it will be hair versus clown at uh, Warrior Wrestling 5. So if Pillman loses, goodbye mullet. Since they did take a snip of it, you know, at, at four here. But if Pillman wins five minutes in the ring with Frank the Clown. They already can are going to have a cage there, Ryan. I, you can oh. get ten. Do you think oh, they're going to hang him in the cage or a shark cage, if you will? <laughs> I hope not. Let's let look. We want credibility with this company. Sure, in in sure. the words of, of Bob Holly, I beat his ass if I got in the ring. <laughs> um, uh, real, real quick, I should clarify. Um, go to Ihashi is the the Ricky Choshu trainee. Uh, the old weird guy that you uh, talk about the Seinfeld guy. That's Hoshi Tango. Hoshi Tango. I apologize. That sounds very familiar. And, that reminded me as I'm looking at uh, the Iron Man heavyweight title time difference battle royal from Judgment, the one that was before the <clears throat> Taiho Koki's Grand Yukio Naya Ryo Goku Koku Gikon first participation match uh, with Daisuke Sakamoto and everyone in it. Um, we we saw the uh, Yuni was in the match. You remember Yuni, the little the, the little girl we said that did the Naito and then Super Sasadango Machine and all them stomped her out. Yeah. Uh, that's actually a boy. So we've been wrong the whole time. It's an 11 year old boy. <laughs> so I apologize. He's not a boy. <laughs> he's got a bicycle. Aww, so uh, my shit. apologies to Uni. Uh, as we said, oh, look at there's a little girl in the ring with. with uh... So now I don't feel as bad when Kanosuke Takashita drove a knee into her head. Uh, it was kind of the Arya Stark treatment reverse, I guess. Was, uh, was, uh, but anyway, I apologize. That's I, awesome. Please continue. Please continue. <laughs> um, someone who uh, needs no apologies. Um, the the women's match. So what happened, Ryan? Was you know they they had two women's matches. You had Britt Baker, Kylie Ray. Then you had Lisa Marie, aka Victoria, coming out with their own. WWE, uh, I guess it was E at the time, um, her Titantron video and the music, uh, which we'll get to in a bit, um, taking on Progress Women's Champion Jordan Grace, which their match was going to be for the Progress Championship, which there right there is awesome. You know, I was all, all hyped for that. You know, Jordan Grace looked great. Um, you know, just kind of how her demeanor 
but then they changed it, Ryan. When we got there, we found out those two matches were pretty much semifinal matches, which yes. then the winners would be for the uh, would face off at Warrior Wrestling Five for the uh, first ever uh, Warrior Wrestling Women's Championship there. So again, the incentives are huge for these matches. So you got Britt Baker, you have Kylie Ray. I'll admit, I have not seen Chicago's own Kylie Ray before. She's awesome. I'm not sure how familiar you are, is but yes, yeah, she's, you are a hundred thousand percent correct with that. She is awesome. She is technically sound. Her and Britt Baker, I thought, had a really fantastic match. And then, unfortunately, they kind of, you know, as they were kind of getting, you know, hot, you know, that towards that final stretch, we had a run in. Uh, Ryan there, which, hey, you know, I'm all for, but, you know, kind of with these ramifications, I was just like, huh, why are you doing this? What are you doing? <laughs> and I didn't know who it was. I was like, she kept looking familiar, and everyone was like, who is that? What is that? Um, I thought it was uh, Nia Rose in AEW, you know, signee, and I was just like, oh, I even told her, I was like, yeah, I think that's uh, Nia Rose, and we're maybe 20 feet from the ring, and then later on, finding out it was uh, Jessica Havoc, which she was setting, you know, something up for uh, uh, for a different show. And, yeah, lo and behold, just her doing the run-in, you know, kind of affected the match for me. But, again, you know, they're going to have more matches down the line, especially at in AEW. Um, and also, I just saw they're wrestling again uh, for the uh, Zillow Pro uh, down in April. 28th in Chicago over on Joe's on Weed Street. Been there many times. But um, no, Kylie Ray, Smiley Kylie, A, she's over. B, she can work. My yeah. God. Um, again, she's her what I think skills. E wishes Bailey could be. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Because, like, nothing, I'm not, well, not trying to shit on Bailey. But, like, as Bailey was, was I'm going to say this in. And kind of comparing with how we went, you know, with, with talking UFC, she was Ronda Rousey when she was better than everyone. And then all these other women started, started fighting. And then she got her ass kicked back to back and quit. You know, mm-hmm. obviously Bailey's not quitting, but Bailey was so much better than a lot of these women from, from doing all the indie stuff. I, she was, in, I think she had a couple shots in shimmer um, before she came up, maybe even Shine too. I don't know if Shine had started yet, but she she had you know a, a decent indie run before she got there, and now we're starting to see the evolution of of all these other women. And Bailey's mm-hmm. kind of getting pushed back in the shuffle, and she hasn't been able to evolve. Kylie Ray is an evolved Bailey, mm-hmm. where she gets it, Ooh. the charisma's there, and she's very good in the ring. I don't know um, how much Tokyo Joshi Pro you've watched. Uh, a couple shows I've kind of thrown that I think you know I've said oh you should watch this you know not a ton but uh, Yuka mm-hmm. Sakazaki she's the one that is going to be at uh, AEW from Tokyo Joshi Pro she's like the genie looking girl she's one half of the Miracleans who's one of my favorite tag teams um, mm. I am that is what I'm gunning for is I hope at Double or Nothing they give us Kylie Ray versus Yuka Sakazaki. I'm guessing it's going to be Asia Kong and Yuka Sakazaki because it's just an easier transition. But I really, really would like to watch Yuka Sakazaki and Kylie Ray. I think that is a money match on that show. 
for those of you don't who don't know, it's uh, Yuka Sakazaki is tremendous. Mm-hmm. Whoa, she's good. Got to see her live at Cork and Hall. We're in Tokyo. Ooh, that was the second best nice. match of the night. I think she was tremendous. No, I'm I'm intrigued to see that. I know you were very hyped, you know, kind of when they announced that there. So yeah, Kylie Ray. I mean, she's definitely the the now and and possible future of how you know women's wrestling can you know in the alternative, you know, companies. I, I think she definitely has that star power. Um, Allie, uh, who was just newly signed, I believe she was with Impact, um, if I remember correctly. What are your thoughts on her as she is the new latest uh, women's wrestler signed to AEW? I, I I think Impact booked her in a weird way from her coming in and being the shy. Oh, I don't, you know, I don't want to be in the ring. And then she she started doing some good stuff with with a lot of the other women, and then they turned it to where now she was the, you know, Rosemary, and she's the demon, and, you know. That's her? Yeah, the the demon girl wow. that's fighting Rosemary. And and oh, to be fair, too. I, yeah, yeah, that's crazy. And outside, too, they do the demon bunny tag team with her and Rosemary, but she was doing some really good stuff when she was Cherry Bomb before she went to Impact to be uh, Maria Canellis' secretary, whatever the hell it was. She's not a bad worker. And, you know, she's another okay. one that's going to fit in. They're building, like, they're low-key building a really good roster. And I'll say this. If it wasn't for Mayu Iwatani being the, the Woman of Honor champion, AEW is is going to be blowing out the Woman of Honor immediately. I mean, she's going to – they're going to blow those people that, that out of the company. Because if you if you look at ROH's roster compared to all elites for this women's roster, and ROH was always the ones where it's like, oh, man, you got you to gotta watch that. They have Sarah Del Rey and Daisy Hayes and Rain and Lacey and, you know, cheerleader Melissa and all this stuff. They don't have that now. Now it's Madison Rain and uh, Jenny Rose and uh, Kelly Klein and – you know, seventy-five-year-old Sumi Sakai and stuff. Like I don't just, even think is it Madison Rain back in Impact too? She's not even with sure. Ring of Honor anymore. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'll make sure to set the DVR on Pursuit because the Pursuit Network to watch that. You know, you look at all Elite Britt yeah. Baker. Um, you know, as as you mentioned, Ali signing, Yuka Sakazaki, Asia Kong. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it's it's just their women's division, Kylie Ray. It's just it's so much better, and it's going to be good. They're going because let, let's not forget, and and this is this is a, a props I'll give Madison Rain. When we were in when we were in Chicago over the summer and we did Starcast and we were seeing everyone come and go and we were talking the card with all the people there. One of the matches we didn't really talk about a lot ended up being, you know, arguably second or third best match on the whole card, and that was that women's four way. With Britt mm-hmm. Baker, Tessa Blanchard, Madison Rain, and uh, the fourth one's eluding me for some reason. I can't remember the fourth woman in that match. It was Britt Baker, Madison Rain, Tessa Blanchard. Oh, Chelsea Green. That's who it was. That match rocked. So they understand what they need to do to have a good women's match, and they didn't put them in any kind of an awkward predicament. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be no bells and whistles. It's going to be, let's just go out there and let them work. And they're giving good talent. And I think Allie is going to be perfect with that because Ooh. when they just let her work and she wasn't the, the, the one trying to control the, the drunk Chelsea green and, and you know, all that stuff, she was putting on some good stuff. And 
I think getting her away from having to work Kira Hogan and people like that, nothing against Kira Hogan. I just don't think she's that, that great. And you get to put her in there with some of these other women. I think a lot of people that seen her from impact are going to go, huh, she can actually work. She's not too bad. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think it's a good sighting. Yeah. I, I mean, like you said, they have like five, six top quality women's wrestlers. So yeah, they're, they're, I think what, what do you think will make them stand out? You know, like you said, they're probably, you know, outside of any Japanese promotions, you know, second best women's roster, albeit very small. We can't forget Penelope Ford either, um, I, I would say. Um, but my thing, you know, she's going to grow with that talent that they have, with the, with the roster of women that they have. They will definitely show because that's going to be, I think, a huge difference is they see it as a team aspect for the company. Like, how can we make each other better? Where, you know, it seems like, you know, in the past, other, you know, companies are just like, yeah, we're, we're just going to work on getting, you know, so-and-so over. But do you think they could possibly, you know, kind of develop some pretty stiff competition in the quality of matches? Or what do you think can make them stand out from this whole women's evolution that the E has sustained over the last three-plus years? I, I, think, I think what a lot of people got to look at, too, um, is is they're developing company or developing relationships with companies that are going to make a lot of things matter for their division. Um, you you look at uh, in, the Young Bucks just won the AAA tag titles from uh, the Lucha Bros when they beat El Scorpio and uh, um, what's his name Tejano Jr. at the the Raider Rays show a week or so ago. So. And they, and they announced, Cody announced that they've partnered with AAA. You know, you look at AAA, Lady Shani is their women's champion. Uh, Fabia Pachi's been a champion there. I'm not sure what the relationship is, but they still, you know, if they still have a Yako Hamada or if Taya Valkyrie's still there, that's some good women. Mm-hmm. Ooh, you know, yeah. The, I think the Kenny Omega thing completely solidifies what I said was going to happen with the Michael Nakazawa. Nakazawa was a front end front office guy for DDT. Oh, yes. Yes. So obviously now maybe we get to see that damnation elite match. We'd love to see her. Even oh. a dice case for, uh, hey, like you t- said, Kenny's family, whatever he wants, he gets. I mean, oh obviously God. that's Dude, like maybe a year down the line, 2020, could, but I'll be there. Give me, give me Tetsuya Endo, Daisuke Sasaki Ooh. and Soma Takao against Omega and the Bucks. I mean, come on. You know what I'm saying? Like, Good night, folks. <laughs> but now they have a connection wow. with Tokyo Joshi Pro. Mm-hmm. So, are you, you know, if they want, can they bring in Miyu Yamashita? Can they bring in uh, you? Can they bring in Raiki Saiki? Can they bring in uh, Saki Akai, who, the, Ida, or the, the DDT Ironman champion? Can they bring in um, Shoko Nakajima? I mean, can they start bringing in all these women from, from Tokyo Joshi Pro now? So they're developing the right relationship with the right people where they're going to, get to continue to build this division and let the wrestling matter. And that's, that's everything that we said we wanted WWE to do when, as you brought up earlier, WrestleMania 32. It's about yeah. the wrestling. Well, it's not anymore. And 
kudos to Ring of Honor. They've kept it about the wrestling. It's just, unfortunately, their talent isn't as good as it used to be. I, I give them mad props for having this, the, the shimmer, or the, excuse me, the stardom relationship, because could you imagine if AEW had a chance to, to tie in with stardom and you got Kagetsu and Hanakamura and, uh, you no. know, Tam Nakano or arguably the top, you will be the top woman and the one that makes you go, ah, we don't need Io Shirai is Utami Hayashi Shida. Uh, you know, Konami's there doing a great thing. Uh, Hazuki, Azumi. I mean, the list goes on and on with how good stardom is right now. Momo Watanabe. I mean, it's, it's, I can keep going. So Ring of Honor, kudos for them for getting that agreement there. But the rest mm-hmm. of the roster is not that, not that good. And it's, it's no one's fault. They're all out there trying. They're doing what they can. But why else did they put the title on Miyu Yama, or, uh, Mayu Iwatani? Because they mm-hmm. needed to have somebody else to do this. All Elite Wrestling is going to get to pick talent from, from these companies that they're partnered with. But they already have their home, home talent that they've signed and locked up. And that's that leg up I think they're going to have. Mm-hmm. Once they get, and, and I'm going to transition to AEW as a whole. Obviously, their first show hasn't happened yet. We're still, what, two months away actually um, until Double or Nothing. When you were talking about, you know, the relationship that, you know, that they possibly can have with DDT, let's say, you know, you know, you have, you know, a slew of the wrestlers come out for maybe a few shows, you know, probably again, this isn't for maybe a year, two years, you know, at, at the most, you know, once they got to grow and whatnot, TV deals, all that fun stuff. But if they travel to Japan and they get that kind of, you know, relationship, that rub, if you will, from the, you know, I would assume they're the second promotion in Japan behind, uh, you know, the one that is new. Do you think they (laughs) could sell out Karukin halls and, you know, kind of uh, the other venues? Do you think the love or the, you know, the, you know, that the Bucks, Omega, I guess roads to an extent, but those three, what they meant to that Japanese crowd. Do you think they they could possibly do a little bit more seats than a DDT show does or an all Japan show um, within about a couple of years? Obviously it's all depending on, you know, how everything goes, but say, you know, everything's going to go well, you know, again, the talents there, the bookers, you know, seem to be there. Billy Gunn, what? But you know what I mean. You know, everything <laughs> seems to fall in place. Like, could they be a viable threat, you know, to that New Japan core audience? I'm going to say no, because if you look at Cody Rhodes, he meant nothing to New Japan. Um, you look at Adam Page, didn't, didn't mean anything to New Japan. Hey, I, man, he was getting hey, pops. That, that final year, man, he was winning that audience over. He was, but, I mean, is it, is it anything that, that Kenny Omega meant something to that company and that crowd? Mm-hmm. They had the best year they've ever had last year, and Kenny was on top for half of it. Okada was on top for the other half. Mm-hmm. Um. The Young Bucks, as much as I love the Young Bucks, they didn't really move the needle. People liked watching them, but, you know, it, it, they didn't sell more tickets with the Young Bucks in a high-profile match than not in a high-profile match. You know what I mean? Ally J yeah. versus Gorilla. Only in America team. they did at uh, yeah, the G1 did. Special. And and I'll say, in, um, you know, I could see all uh, AEW doing big numbers in more of like a, like an England. 
Because like ah. when when the Bucks came out at the end of the Ray DeRea's show for AAA last week, I think it was last week, and um, beat the Lucha Bros in an impromptu match to win the tag titles. It was crickets. Nobody knew who they were. No, there was nobody in the people didn't bother. Really, they, they hit the Meltzer driver, and the crowd was kind of like, "Is that the finisher?" Like we don't know these guys. Hmm. So I think it's more of an American thing. Now I'll tell you if you really want to say make they're it. from SoCal, come on, really? <laughs> it's near the border and they don't even know you. It's a hop and a skip away. I, I think if you want to try to make some shockwaves to, to new Japan, I think you let Kenny go back and work a DDT show. Hmm. Because him and Kota Ibushi and Kanosuke Takashita, former tag, uh, six-man tag champs there, Takashita's now become the guy. Yep. You can't tell me, because like, um, like Takashita wants to, wants to defend the title now against others, like all comers, as DDT is trying to continue to expand. Oh. You know, so he's, he's uh, defended against Jiro from Wrestle 1. That should be a mm-hmm. fun little title defense, and it's another couple companies working together. But I tell you what, man. If you had Kenny show up and work Kanosuke Takashita, not only would that be a match of the year contender, that's going to sell some tickets. And if, I, if there's one thing I'll say, when I was at Cork and Hall for all those wrestling shows in January when we went to Tokyo, mm-hmm. the DDT show and New Year's Dash both were packed house to the point standing room. You couldn't see everything. I think if wow. you really look at the numbers by a couple tickets – and I can look on cage match right now and find out. I think DDT drew more fans than the New Year's Dash did to Corkin. I mean, to be fair, they probably know how bad of a show that was going to be, but <laughs> let's be real. They did it, but, but wow, you know, that'll be interesting. You, you but, could... but they have a damn good crop of talent. Sans the comedy aspect. Like you said, you, you get Takashita, you got a Yoki, you know, you got, you know, Damnation, you know, it, just so many solid wrestlers, um, you know, that that's kind of, you know, kind of their answer to New Japan, not by just doing the opposite with, you know, a giant panda made out of, you know, storage uh, units, clear plastic storage, I should say, um, or inflatable pandas getting deflated. It's that they actually <laughs> have damn quality matches. You know, because everyone has a comedy act. Obviously, New Japan, WWE, you know, Impact as a whole. But, you know, where, where DDT stands out is just because, again, you know, it's it's they are kind of creating newer stars. Or at least, you know, to the, uh, to the wrestling fans that now have uh, easier access to check them out. So I think it seems like they've, you know, from the Peter Pan show uh, where I was just like, well, what's this, you know, Dino guy, you know, and some of the other comedy stuff where now it's like, okay, I get it just because it seems like they've toned it down a little since, you know, kind of that show to me. Uh, I didn't realize how, how much was actually in on this uh, DDT show we saw that was uh, it was the, it was the Manji Manji New Year special show. I didn't realize how good this show was. Like, I'm just going to, like, not talking about it, but Nobuhiro Shibatami from Damnation beat El Lindemann. That was awesome. Uh, Shooting Doji, Kudo, Masahiro Takanashi, and Yuji, uh, Yukio Sakaguchi. The guys, you, you like Shuten Doji. Um, yep. They had Saki Akai with them. They defeated, this is a weird team, but Hoshi Tango, the weird old guy, Mike Bailey, Sammy Guevara, and Vedas. That's an odd team. 
Um, then they had the laughter rumble. Gorgeous Matsuno defeated Fifth Tiger Mask. Tsushimaru uh, <laughs> Yama, uh, Kushinobu Kamen, uh, Makoto Oishi, and Sanshiro Takagi. That was all right. Uh, Koto Meda wrestled Daichi Hashimoto. That was awesome. Um, Jun Kasai and Mao defeated Antonio Honda and Super Sasadango Machine and Kazu Sada Haguchi and Mizuki Watase in a three-way ladder match. That was awesome. They did a 10-man disaster box versus Damnation. It was Harashima, Kazuki Hirata, Toro Washi, Yuki Ueno, and Kaisuke Ishii. I took a beat. Daisuke Sasaki, Mad Pauly, Soma Takala, Tetsuya Endo, and Puma King. Wow. Then we saw your guy, Shinya Aoki, in an extreme title defense in a boxing gloves match, defeat uh, Tato Musaku Toba. And then a recommended match of the year by the cage match inmates, for everyone that looks at cage match, uh, six-man tag title defense, all out wins the titles, Akito, Kanosuke Takashita, and Yuki Ino defeated Shima, Duan Yingnan, and T-Hawk and Stronghearts. That was a hell of a good Damn. show. Holy <laughs> shit, that was a good show. And that, Is that, that low-key the... your show of the year so far? Oh, man. Was... Isaiah said that was his favorite show that we went to. He just liked DNO. Come on. Oh no, he wasn't even on the show. The show goes, you know, wasn't. Yeah, his no, his favorite guy after leaving Japan is T Hawk. No, he liked that vignette that they had in the bedroom. Whatever oh. crazy shit that. <laughs> that was a judgment. That's why I like the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was his. That was like his favorite guy. Is he's he's like man, T Hawk rules. Yeah. If we don't, if WrestleMania, by the way, if it, sorry to get off topic, something bad, but I just found out, uh, A, that the Final Four is in Minneapolis, totally spaced on that. B, uh, hook us up, uh, Sportscast Radio. And yeah, C, girl. we can go see Katy Perry and, uh, and Zed, since they'll be playing a free show at the Armory. Hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> New Year's Dash, 1,730 <laughs> fans. <laughs> The DDT Manji Manji New Year's Special, 1,750 mm-hmm. fans. They sold 20 more wow. tickets. And I, I, I know everybody thought New Year's Dash was going to be bad, but let's be honest, people still go to the Mania or the Raw after Mania, mm-hmm. whether they know it's yeah. going to suck or not. So they, I'm telling you, that, that might be your way to go. Is or How cool would it be to watch Moonlight Express, Mike Bailey, and Mao take on the Young Boys? Oh, that would be fun. man. That would be awesome. Mike Bailey doing his little uh, Russian Russian dance in the beginning and then me losing my shit. <laughs> How does he do that? My God. They got a good opportunity to do some stuff, and I think they're making the right connections. Triple A is going to be a fun one. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, OWE. I mean, God, you, you put those guys on there. I mean, that's the strong hearts is my, that's my jam. I mean, that's, Mm-hmm. You say Shima, and I go, huh? Like I, I gotta send you a picture about that, that uh, those match rankings or those that the wrestler of the year list that I participated in that that had like oh yeah seven hundred yeah. different people. Um, I took a screenshot of it. Yeah, I'm gonna send it to you right now. Um, ranked number where is it? Ranked number one eleven. Uh, Shima, highest voter. Ryan Cook. I had him fifth. <laughs> I, I was the highest voter on Shima. I I put Shima up so hard, and and T Hawk is great. El Lindemann's great. Seiki Oshoka's great. I mean, it's a hell of a, a hell of a group. The Rascals. 
Damn. The Rascals are Damn tight. Good, yeah. You know how tight they are? I got to see them at Warrior Wrestling for uh, <laughs> taking transition. on the Warrior Wrestling champion, uh, Brian Cage. Uh, these guys, A, prove uh, – I don't know why I said A, but they prove good things come in small packages because these guys were like Ryan Cook height. But damn, are they great in the ring. <laughs> when they were uh, uh, 20 feet in front of us, I was just like, wow, those guys are legit. And Dave has, you know, he didn't really see them before. Um, so I was like, You're, be prepared. You're, they're going to impress the shit out of you because as that's what you said to me. Watch these guys. Watch that connection. I mean, they already got the Shima rub, you know, kind of in a way there. So uh, this was a fun match. I, I loved how, you know, of course, the obvious of, of them taking out the champ, the Wolverine, if you will. Uh, but they did it in pretty damn impressive styles. And then they're like, okay, well, we got to win this title, right? You know, and, and just uh, the shenanigans, the aerial assaults. Zachary Wentz. Um, I, I've always been a Desmond Xavier fan. Um, hell, again, I'm a fan of all three of these gentlemen, but Zachary Wentz, he's got that character. He's that Moxley, yeah. if you will, of the group there. Um, definitely a, a standout. But again, all three of those gentlemen, Kudos, high kudos to you guys. Uh, Brian Cage, though, he, he's no slouch. Uh, not only is he massively huge, he can do some uh, over-the-rope flips if need be as well. But this was just a, a fun match, you know, kind of setting up, you know, for, for his next big title match against Wardlow. Try saying that name a lot. <laughs> but Wardlow taking on Moose, uh, you know, trying to, to get him over. A lot of Ryback chance towards him uh it should be interesting may 12th since he will be challenging the warrior wrestling champion uh brian cage there the battle of the behemoths if you will but um they're definitely trying to push wardlow over he even got a write-up oh blog talk has booted alex um they realize we're allowed two hours a day on the server and uh we definitely cracked that two hours. <laughs> uh, apologize for the abrupt stop. Uh, Warrior Wrestling 4, once again, thanks to all the all the guys out there for letting us be a part of their fan fest down in Chicago. We'll be there May 12th. Uh, all of our listeners that are in the Chicago Heights area, uh, Warrior Wrestling 5, we will be there once again. Um, aside from being at Warrior Wrestling 5, we will be at War of the Worlds in Chicago May 12th. I don't believe we'll be doing StarCast again and Double or Nothing. Um, just just too much going on in May, and you know I'm still reeling from going to nine different shows in Tokyo in January. So, but we will be down in Chicago to catch uh, to do some stuff with Ring of Honor, and we'll be doing some stuff with Warrior Wrestling again. So, if you're at either of those shows, come say hi, give me some free swag, all the gist. We're gonna come back tomorrow night, and we're going to break down the New Japan Cup. I, I really wanted to talk about it. So did Alex. It's just we got tied up. Um, quit, we, we will be running through hopefully all all ten nights of the show setting up for the, the final four here. Uh, we just got to get the last of the shows watched. But, uh, you know, brackets have been fun. I think I'm sitting in third place in our WrestleCast bracket competition. Uh, I can't buy a bucket. I don't know why I picked Taichi to beat Tomohiro Ishii. That was, that was a death to me. I had Yoshihashi, too, going to the semis. That was a death to me. But I'll tell you what, 
Uh, I'm going to watch that Okada Osprey match tonight. We got Tanahashi, Zack Saber, and Kokabana versus Sonata on the other side. You're going to give me Tomohiro Ishii and Kazuchika Okada. I'm going to have to watch that in the privacy of my own home. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, Zack Saber Jr. has been on a tear once again. Took out my pick to win Kota Ibushi. It's been a fun little tournament. Minoru Suzuki. I was kind of hoping was going to get through Sonata, but they had to get one LIJ guy in there. But we're going to talk about that tomorrow. Is Sonata slowly becoming the Marty Jannetty of this this group behind Evil being the Shawn Michaels? Some people disagree, but we got a couple things that are kind of ironic to look at. We'll be back tomorrow night. Once again, we appreciate y'all. If you haven't, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash WrestleCast. Get one of the t-shirts we got, or it might be WrestleCast Radio. I, I totally realize that I may have the wrong link. I'm going to go to it right now while I'm still on here with y'all. ProWrestlingTees.com slash WrestleCast. Is that correct? Yes, WrestleCast Radio. We do got four shirts sitting there. All you Chicago fans, we have the Midway Chicago Bears color. For you Lakers and Vikings fans, we have the Showtime purple and gold we got that classic gray shirt we got the black shirt as well so if you haven't prowrestlingtees.com forward slash wrestlecast pick up a t-shirt help support the show it keeps us on the air multiple times a week also subscribe we're on itunes stitcher google play radio tune in player fm iheart radio spotify if you can get if you can get a podcast you can get us on there up on uh, WrestleCast underscore SSM on the Twitter machine as well. We're on Facebook. We're everywhere. We want you all to be with us once again. Thank you all for kicking it with this late night, long form edition of the show. We'll be back tomorrow night. New Japan Pro Wrestling is on the docket. We apologize that we didn't get to it, but we're going to give you a full show on it because it deserves it. It's the best company in the world, and we're going to talk about it. For myself and Alex, who's not with us once again, we are out of time. And uh, Matthew... Botchamania Zone. Take it away. Peace out. Ladies and gentlemen, you have heard the best. You've heard the greatest. They're currently offline because it's an issue of iTunes, something about a hack. So here it is, ladies and gentlemen, for your ears only, WrestleCast Radio. EWI sucks.